No, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, like a lot of studios, especially ones that get acquired. Yeah, they don't. And no over one. time, people people move on. People get burnt out on working with certain properties. They want to do something else. Metroid Prime was 15 years ago. Of course, a lot of people. I key, mean, a lot of key people from Retro wouldn't think be about how long ago Steve Gibson was working at the site. A long time ago, right? Yeah, and he's gone. But yeah. Shaq News is still here, right? So that doesn't mean we can't have like a dead space, right? I want I want I want a new Dead Space Four. <laughs> Put get I well like, then again that's a single player like narrative driven game so it's probably not going to happen. What I think needs to happen is certain game franchises just need to be given to the Shack News community. Yes, Duke Nukem designed by community. Yeah, and we'll just we'll we'll crowdsource the whole thing. Yeah, we'll do it for Shack News, and in doing so, we'll do it for everyone who loves video games for sure. I, I bet you a Duke Nukem sequel at this point, if given to the chatty, the Shaq community, yeah. they'd just be like, well, fire up build, <laughs> and we'll get, another, we'll get another build engine, which I would not object to that. Yeah. Like, if you want to recapture the purity of that gameplay, then there you go. It's yeah. already made. No, it is. And I think that, that speaks to why Duke Nukem Forever um, basically was doomed. Because it was oh like the doomed space marine joke <laughs> from Duke Nukem oh okay. but because that the George's you know George Broussard's like never ending lust for the best engine right is what killed that game just for the best everything but it it Trends, boiled down tech. to the engine because he yeah. he switched it right you know and it was like you're they lost that they lost that lightning in a bottle right. That they had with 3D, and it was like, at a, to see the companies that came up at that very moment, yeah, and to see them where they are today, and then id Software where they are today, yeah. It's not like id Software came out roses either, but no. But inst <laughs> instead of trying to recapture lightning in a bottle, they just made a new bottle and made new lightning. Yep, you know that's why Doom worked. Yep, and why I will be buying it again. On Switch, if we we can devote another episode to Doom on Switch, I we can devote every that. episode to Doom on Switch. At least yeah. a section, yeah. Of, of once it comes out, because it comes out what in like like almost ten days or something. Yeah, it is not long. It's early to mid November, uh, November seventh. Oh no, no, sorry, no, it's eleven out of ten. Eleven ten. That's right. That's right. So uh, eleven out of ten game yeah, of the year. Shaq eleven news. out of ten. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, a lot. Hey, Paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. So hang on to your seat Get ready for adventure and remarkable weeks You'll meet the Koopas and Troopas The Princess and the others Hanging with the plumbers You'll be hooked on the brothers to the Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm Asif Khan, your host, your CEO of Shack News, the editor in chief of Shack News. I am a puppy wrangler. I do other things. Your resume grows by the week. 
I play Mario Odyssey for Shack News. Yes. Mario Odyssey reviewer in chief. Yeah. I'm running the review on that because if it was a 10 out of 10, I want to be the one that, that crowns it. Right. And we don't know yet. To be determined. With me, as usually, David Craddock, he made the long drive across the mean streets of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> Packed a cooler full of snacks. In the rough 68 degree, beautiful day. Yeah. Like Northeast the, Ohio is great right now. The best day. Yeah. Like, just really, like, 68, sunny, only, like, happy clouds in the sky, you know? It was like it was like a Mario day. Yeah, it was. It was literally like we were walking it was around. It a the- Super Mario sunshiny day. It was a sunshiny sort of day. Yeah. So yeah, happy day that all two games come out. Oh man, T- today we got <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein Two, and Assassin's Creed Origins, which is I can't remember that name. The irony because it's most so generic. So I'm I'm seeing some people call it ASO. Okay, all right. I'm seeing other people on the chatty, specifically our, our Shack News forum, yeah. call it Ass Orgy. Ass, yeah. Oh, oh, Ass Orgy? Yeah, Ass I Orgy. Ass Oranges, which was like a no, little better. Mine, I've been really pushing for Ass Oranges. I like Ass Oranges. I think Ass Oranges <laughs> is a better mix than Ass Orgy. Yeah. Ass Orgy is almost too dirty. The Yeah, ass, yeah it, it is. Ass Oranges are filthy, but still not as dirty. No. We should mention our third co-host. Yeah. She's very excited to be here. It's my puppy, Lola. She's going crazy over the microphone right now. No, I need this. (laughs) You can't have it. This is actually pretty amazing. She must be like jelly. She thinks it's competing for her attention, which is true. It's competing for my attention, and it has to win, Lola. (laughs) It has to win. Ah! Oh, there she goes. Yes. Like, come on. You good? Okay. You okay? She's so there. we got these new pop stoppers for our microphones. Yeah, and Lola is a, I don't know if she's a big fan or if she, it's blue and green. They're blue and green. I've got a blue one, you've got a green one, but like Lola is seeing red. Like she's punk. She was digging her claws in, man. That was an act of dominance. Yeah. She was like, give me the mic. I don't know. Maybe she wants to drop some flows. Our producer flew into a rage. So yeah, our third chair, as we like to call it here at the Shack News Podcast. Lola, the chair pup of the board, complete Napoleon complex Pomeranian. Yeah. But, you know, great. In totally mind, cool last she, night. She's seven feet tall. For real. Yeah. Last night, stayed up to play Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And order a stupid iPhone. Right. There was a lot you could be doing last night if you were a fan of things. Of media, yeah. You can watch Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things dropped today. iPhone X pre-orders, right? You pre-ordered That's right. yours. I pre-ordered mine so I can get it November 14th to the 24th or something. 17th to the 24th. Okay. So maybe around Thanksgiving, I'll have a new iPhone that I can complain about. Okay. I look forward to your complaints. I, You know what I what I noticed? Everyone was like, oh my God, the iPhone 8 is selling super terribly. I'm like, it's because everyone wants the X. Yeah. they do. The iPhone 8 was kind of doomed. The iPhone 8 is like the 2DS XL of iPhones. Right. It's like, hey, we got all these parts lying around. We might as well make another phone. Although maybe in three years from now, the, the iPhone 8 will become the hot thing because now people want the clamshell 2DS XL because they hate the 3D feature because they're wrong. I mean, I, I actually, and I'm not saying that the iPhone 8 is a bad phone. I actually think people are going to find it a very serviceable phone for the price 
But it's just funny that now an $800 phone is the cheap option. You know what? It makes me think of the iPhone 5C. Like, yeah. here's the cheaper option. Not cheapo, but mm -hmm. cheaper. But if you want, like, the new hot thing, you're going to get this one. My mom fell victim to the iPhone 5C because it's not it wasn't a bad phone her very words were it's pink i want one oh sure well so it's steve jobs rule of marketing like 32b if the product's been out for five years it's make a pink, pink one it. yeah there you go and it totally worked on my mom she's like didn't want an iphone until there was a pink one so you're saying in in around march-ish 2022 we're going to be able to get a pink switch i hope sooner than then yeah nintendo tends to work way faster when it comes to uh you skews know customizing your skews yeah. of things yeah you know like the, we have a mario red joy cons now dude how, how many we should make a guessing game whoever can get, like get close to the number of a uh, 3ds skews there have been <laughs> wins something like i don't know a 2ds or something because there have been i bet dozens i bet dozens there are dozens of us because there are also there are exclusives i got a, a gamestop exclusive are, you, are we talking u.s skews oh see now you oh international yeah, let's, let's talk u.s skews okay because internationally it's probably even crazier for, oh it probably is for my birthday a couple of years ago amy got me it's a new 3ds xl uh -huh. zelda themed but it's it's not the one themed after a link between worlds because it didn't come with the game yeah i think it was a gamestop exclusive thing it's gold it has like the the new logo like the triforce with the like bird crest looking thing they've been using since twilight princess that was exclusive to gamestop but that counts uh -huh. as a u.s skew and i feel like every like every mario and luigi rpg has launched with the new yep 3ds skew there's that snes one. Oh yeah i kind of want that one <laughs> i loved the look of the super nes that's nostalgia talking but i never thought like people hate on that system the purple boxy yeah, I don't know. All consoles look kind of dumb. Look at Gen 1 Xbox One. That thing was like a VCR circa 1980. Look at every Xbox. Look at Yeah, that's true. Oh, I can say this. Oh, I got know, the man. Xbox One X. Another thing. I have a thing. Yep. I have to review it. What do you think of it so far? Where is it? I'm looking it's in around. a box over there. Okay, you haven't unpacked it. No. Updated yet. You've probably got a lot of updates waiting yeah, for you. Yeah. I, no, I, here's the thing. I My friends, the night before I got my Xbox One X. Yeah. They're like, hey, let's play some Gears of War 4. And these are my boys I went to high school with. So okay. I'm like, fine. I was like growling the whole time because I'm like, you guys are making me plug in my Xbox One. Right. Right. So I plug it in to the internet instantly. The minute it's plugged into the internet, it tells me, oh, time to update. Yeah. It's like, hey, we've got some stuff. So it's like, a, I don't know, a 10 gig patch or something. <sighs> yeah. I had to download that. So there's like three, three progress bars there. It's like... <laughs> downloading verifying <laughs> installing yeah so that took like 20 minutes and i'm like okay i can play gears now no <laughs> i had to stop i had i had to download another 15 gigs yeah of gears patches and i think this is all because of the xbox one x Oh, that you know what I do remember a story about how the textures the, and stuff were shipping. Yeah, the 4K textures were going to be this huge patch. That makes sense, I guess. But I have an Xbox One. You so think why? it's one of those things like you just have to download the patch, and if it detects you're playing on a One X, then yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think I think it, the game. What I want to say is the game definitely was running better, and mm. it was it was uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> the puppy's very excited about gears yeah well there's a lot of stuff coming out she should be excited no um no i was it looks better 
even on an Xbox One. Hmm. I think they're doing that thing where they're they're able to put slightly better textures or something. But PS4 and PS4 Pro do that too. Like even if mm-hmm. you don't have a Pro, you get some. I don't know if it's HDR or whatever. Some of the efficiency benefits. Yeah, you that do. You would have got. Yeah. If you had the better powered console. Right. So the one thing we noticed, all three of us, because we hadn't played in like months, mm-hmm. uh, the FPS is just there was no slowdown online. Like oh, at all awesome which is in horde mode is freaking great <laughs> and and you're on masculine cable which is yeah. just the pits i mean it's 100 megs down six megs up hmm. is and that's the uh, the baller that's oh you the, went that's to that's like the top their option the four <laughs> me and my six meg upload over here yeah, you call masculine cable like give me internet option four and they're like oh we've got an option four over here <laughs> he's like, six like oh, upload yep we gotta give him <laughs> another cable modem yeah yeah so i'm rocking that um yeah it, it it took me forever it took me 40 minutes to update my xbox one to be able to play gears it took me two minutes to start my we my switch yeah and download the mario day one update yeah and play it i did too the other night i was i was i'm back into breath of the wild it pulled me back in uh i hold you partly responsible that's fine i I specifically told you to last podcast yeah i was like play more zelda uh and uh it's a good thing well i so i went to boot the game up and like we've got a system update i said oh fine i'll go get like make a snack real quick (laughs) like less than a less than a minute or two boom yep uh and, and that's like download install reboot yeah less than two minutes so but you know what i kind of i feel i'm 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 in the i'm at the stage where i feel bad for microsoft because i feel like at this stage of the console generation the xbox slogan should be hold on i have to plug in my xbox like i just don't hear anyone <laughs> like there's no chatter my, about my, xbox games right now my beef with microsoft and i know i'm i'm an apple fanboy that also hates apple now apparently Oh, Acor- yes. uh, yeah. according to to rumors in yeah. the chatting according to the chatty I, yeah. I hate apple but i also love apple yeah and i hate microsoft microsoft once was the best software company in the world yeah you know uh, like top of the line yeah best things windows was the best experience office was the best experience excel exchange you know outlook there's so many things that just everyone it was it became uh Word was like, like the word perfect, yeah, of the of a generation, yeah. So it's like they're to have a system like this, you know, yeah. to have a to have a a system, and this yet again, this update, they're changing the UI again. Well, they the killed system, the connect, like it's dead now. I wonder the if the connect is dead. Yeah, but they had already changed the system, like I don't know, four times yeah at least the actual user interface when you start your xbox one has changed drastically Jeez. like four times if it's anything if if if, if, fo- if it follows the same kind of life cycle the 360 by the end of this generation you won't even be able to use that thing like the last time i used an xbox 360 that thing was so bloated and ponderous yeah but my whole point is that they were once a software yeah like they were fantastic at it to go from that to where they are right now right and but also if you're a software company you need to own software you need to buy studios you need to go out and say cd project red here's a gajillion dollars yeah now you're only on xbox yeah they need to do that 
in a big way. If they really want to take this whole battle seriously, because what does Switch have a ton of? Great first-party software. Yeah. What does Sony have? Great first-party software. Mm-hmm. You know, like great studios at both of those places. Yeah. And that's why that's why Sony's kicking their ass, and that's why Nintendo is going to eat their lunch. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like they the whole console race, because Switch has been launched later in the life cycle of the PS4 and the Xbox One, it's hard to compare them. Yeah. But you can easily say that PS4 beat the crap out of Xbox One. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the service. I think Xbox One is a good service. It's because there's no games. Yeah. <laughs> like they oh, like what what first party title that came out this year for Xbox One do you have to have? The the thing is, I feel like the only like platinum level first party title they've got is Forza 7. And but that he, game isn't even that good this year. But there yeah, and so there are two <laughs> problems with that. First of all, it doesn't have mainstream appeal. I'm not into simulation racers. No. If this were like Horizon or a more arcade style game, I would probably try it. The second problem is for for consumers like me, I'm going to play that on a PC. They don't have any software that's moving Xbox consoles. Yeah, and maybe PUBG would have been that thing if it launched with Xbox One X. I feel like they want that to be their successor to Minecraft. Like it's something that was established and then they buy it and they're like, okay, now we have that. Now Minecraft's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But now if you want to play PUBG on consoles, you're going to play on Xbox. But I, I didn't I hear Player Unknown say like it, it's not a given that PUBG will be permanently exclusive to yeah. Xbox. It might be a timed exclusive. So yeah. you can't even really like that might give you a boost for what, six months, twelve months. But at the same like, time Raider. At the same time he scoffed at the idea of running it on Switch. He well thought was, he thought that was ludicrous. And and you know <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I guess I was going to call Cliffy uh, Cliff Bozinski out, but it was it was EA and Respawn that scoffed at Titanfall too. Now Lawbreakers is coming to Switch, right? No, what Titanfall those devs did they scoffed at VR. They and also then, scoffed at Switch. But then at Oculus Connect, have we even mentioned this last week? At Oculus Connect, Respawn is there talking uh, about how excited they are building an FPS from the ground up for VR. Woo. Like two years after they just scoffed at the idea of it. Yeah. And now, yeah, you have Cliffy B that might port Lawbreakers to Switch. Sure. But late. Hey, but you know what? If they launched on Switch, it could have been a whole different story for that game. It could be, but it could, he could still write this new chapter, right? Because it's late technically, but there aren't many first person shooters on Switch. Especially multiplayer ones. Especially multiplayer. Like Doom will fill, Doom's multiplayer is what it is. It's going to fill a single player void. Lawbreakers could be. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer FPS. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right there. Um, until my until Metroid. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of side with Miyamoto. Like, yes, it is a first person game, and you shoot, but I don't think it is a first person shooter in the same way that Doom and Lawbreakers are. Yeah, it definitely has more. Metroid has always been. Metroid and Zelda are kind of corollaries. Yeah, sure. In a lot of ways. Sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, like if you want to, if you want to talk a single player campaign, Metroid's going to, going to fill that hole. I think multiplayer, they've had it in the past. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those where like people didn't really, it's hard to judge because I think Metroid prime two had it. mm -hmm. And if you had a bunch of GameCube controllers, you'd play it, but it wasn't, it's like Bioshock two and dead space two had multiplayer, but those kind of fizzled out because no one who played those games came to them for multiplayer. Yeah. They were very much 
like kind of shoehorned in because back I, then everything needed a multiplayer. And that's mode. why you saw Machine Games this week with Wolfenstein yeah. Two mm-hmm. say we thought it would just ruin this whole game if we if we globbed on a multiplayer. So this. there are two interesting stories this week that are kind of tied to was it last week or the week before where uh-huh. EA canned Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, yeah. basically reading between the lines saying there's just no market for big budget narrative driven games. But then this week. It, you know, we have to see how After Dust settles sales play out. But you have Wolfenstein 2, and Machine Games took a stand and said, we are making a single-player game. But you also have Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you know, We'll talk about this more, I guess, in a bit. But we've yeah. both been playing Mario. I think the whole staff has been playing Mario. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I have two kinds of currency. I had the purple coins, the gold coins, and I can buy more outfits. I'm not grinding for any of it. I don't have to go to the eShop and buy virtual currency or, or, or cash in loot you boxes. You don't have to go to Tom Nook? It's no, no Tom Nook. I guess we'll talk about that too. <laughs> but like Nintendo and Machine Games and certain publishers are saying like, here are our single player games. We are not sacrificing any of their pacing, any of the story for all of this you know, loot box loot driven, microtransaction driven content. Yeah. So I, I feel like... And the thing is, if you know EA's history, EA started, like, their name is Electronic Arts. Trip Hawkins wanted to create a company where game designers were treated like artists. Mm -hmm. Where game, you know, you'd open a game box and it would unfold kind of like an album. And he would have the designers do tours to sign boxes. And now they are just the antithesis of that. They're Mm -hmm. just the soulless company following market trends. No more single-player games. Dead Space is dead. Amy Hennig's Star Wars game is apparently going to be you know, broken up and sold for parts across across EA. Across Tatooine. Yeah, across Tatooine. <laughs> Luke and Uncle Owen are going to hawk it. Like, I don't know. It's just so disappointing. If you look at their legacy and where they came from and where what they are now, it's, it's so disappointing. Yeah. I think that's across the board. Uh, even, like, with EA Sports, where, sure. they, where they were, their dedication to PC gaming in EA Sports, the early days compared to now, yeah, it's like there's FIFA sometimes is on PC, but Madden hasn't been on PC in a long time, yeah, and that's wrong. It feels like they're just it, also for a company that's out for profit, you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, you know, consoles, PS4 and Xbox One have more parity with PC than any platforms before them. Why not port the games to PC? Yep. I don't know. I I don't I don't understand the mentality of that company at all. And I can honestly say that probably since Dead Space, I don't think EA has made a property or backed a property that I have cared about. I, I don't get it. I don't get. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about indie devs. Well, like name some. I I can't think of any. Dead Space was my jam. I loved that. There was game. that like asynchronous co-op game they showed off from their EA oh, originals. So so is that. That's not an EA made game though. No, but EA Originals, whatever that is, you know that new brand. Of yeah, the, like they back indies or yeah, something. Yeah, like they're nindies. Yeah, I guess I guess I could put an asterisk next to my comment, but I feel like like do you think that's their single player division now? Like we'll go for the EA Originals and they can make campaigns at, at lower budgets because you know that game like it looked great, but you want to talk about AAA games, it's not going to have like a hundred fifty million dollar budget. It doesn't need think, one, but I think EA's out of the, the AAA know, single like, player business. No, because like Dice, I don't think you could tell Dice what to do. Like if you tell them, "Hey, you're not gonna, you're not allowed to put a story in your Battlefield games," they're gonna all quit. You know, you know what though? In this climate, development is so expensive, especially in the AAA sector. 
you give even the biggest company, maybe outside, like other than Nintendo, they can make one strike, maybe two, and then they're kind of they could be on the chopping block. Look at Bioware, Anthem. Mm-hmm. By yeah. all accounts, is a is going to be the sort of game we're talking about. Where you know, it's, it, it's loot driven, microtransaction driven. And, and Bioware, five years ago, they could do no wrong. Yeah, six years ago, and and then they they messed up Mass Effect 3's ending, pissed a lot of people off. Mass Effect, whatever this year's was, I've already most people have already forgotten. Like that game did not do well. Andromeda, yeah, Andromeda, <laughs> and that that division is now a support. God, that studio. was this year. Oh that was God. this year. Yeah, think about that. That also came out like. Weeks Think of all the Zelda great games that came out this year, and yeah. then Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah, was like supposed to be huge for them, and that like that's a studio that that uh, whatever studio whatever division worked on it, their support now. So it, I don't think any company is necessarily bulletproof. No, but you can't. You tell the Battlefield folks to get rid of the story in a Battlefield game. Yeah, I, I doubt that happens. Do you really yeah. think they'd fight it though? Like everyone's playing Battlefield and Call of Duty for multiplayer. Like, Battlefield Royale. <laughs> uh, yeah. See. <laughs> but, yeah. What we were talking about before the show, like <laughs> PUBG's Battle Royale mode, is going to become the new. Ho- it's the new Horde mode. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. I I think that maybe EA is just the hatchet man, and that's where studios go to die. But I I I like to think that there's some reasonable people there that. Still are trying to make video games. Sure, sure. It's and, uh, just look, look at Madden. Yeah. They actually include they included a story there, and it was actually successful. Yeah, long shot. <laughs> yeah, I, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna point that out to people. I'll be like, hey, as much as EA has been the hatchet man for single player, that's a good. That's here's a good long observation. shot. But I guess the thing that's <laughs> and I'm not really a Star Wars guy. I'm ambivalent yeah. to Star Wars. But if EA is saying that a single player Star Wars game wouldn't wouldn't meet their expectations that's that's a scary thing no it's not their expectations are too high they're financially driven to get the most out of this thing i don't know what kind of licensing fee that they have to pay mr mouse to have (laughs) star wars but i'm sure it's a lot of money i'm sure up front you know that you are just giving away to to Disney yeah. to even do business with them. So I'm sure that increases the dev cost it's, yeah, materially. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the equation. I think a Star Wars game could do just fine if Disney got off their own ass and made a game yeah, instead of yeah. instead of licensing out their IP. What they were doing at Disney Interactive was the right thing. Disney Infinity with all these Star Wars characters would have done great. It was going to do great. They yeah, had it ready yeah. to go. It would have done great. You know, so it's like, I, I feel like Disney is more to blame than EA is in this case. But I don't think that a single-player Star Wars game would fail if done well. I don't, if you gave Machine Games, uh, id Tech, Star yeah, Wars game, sure, it would be freaking awesome. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I just thought about this. Do you think that the inclusion of a single-player campaign in Battlefront 2, another AAA Star Wars game but one with multiplayer, had any bearing on the fate of Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, which was going to be only single player. Maybe EA yeah. looked at that and said, this is redundant. Yeah. We have a campaign and multiplayer over here. Why back a game with just a campaign? I think so. I think the whole thing seemed redundant. I was like, you're already making Battlefront 2 with a story. I yeah. You're right. I think it's a Star Wars game with a story and multiplayer. They already checked the box. Yeah. They already got their Star Wars game out. It's like they don't need another Star Wars game. We have to do another game with Disney? Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. We. It's not. I, I, I think that 
Wolfenstein is a good example of this. That's mm. an IP that the studio owns. They don't have to license it. Mm-hmm. So they can take risks with it. Yeah. And I think what we saw when we visited id Software, they're not running like an extravagant place. No. They're they're very deliberate with how they're spending their resources. So I think a smart studio can still make a great single player game. Look at CD Projekt Red. Yeah. You know? Another independent studio that's killing it on single player games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So But a lot of people are wondering. We haven't seen Cyberpunk yet. We don't know what they're gonna do with it. I, I yeah. my money is on C D Project Red kind of holding out and doing their thing. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they achieved great success with the Witcher, so they've kind of proven that. Yeah. But the fact remains until we know Maybe there would be multiplayer microtransactions in Cyberpunk. Oh God! I can't say. Oh, that'd be terrible. That would be terrible. I I I, I don't really have a horse in the race because their games aren't really for me. See, so yeah. But while we're talking about microtransactions, I want to pivot it back to Nintendo real quick. All right, let's do they it. They announced Animal Crossing Pocket Camp for iOS and Android this week. Yeah. And Tom Nook is coming for your real money now. Yep. It's a threat to humanity, as yeah. I wrote. It's it. Yeah, this is a it's pretty big deal. on the internet. You can go search Tom Nook is a threat to humanity. Or his leaf, they're called leaf tickets. Right, right, right. Leaf, leaf tickets, tickets are a threat And they're to on sale. Limited time sales where you can get leaf tickets for cheaper. No, people didn't seem to realize that. Like I saw, I saw what they're doing. It's all based on, oh, you know, you could just play this game for free, and then it's that same builder crap that you've had to play on iOS or, you know, like Tiny Town or something. Where, right, right, you, right. You know, it's like crappy versions of SimCity. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun because it's Animal Crossing, but I can see how part of it is going to get really annoying really quickly. And the whole waiting thing, right. it's like maybe it'll work on mobile. But I'm not, uh, I'm not excited to pay. I, I I haven't given a dollar to Pokemon Go. No, and I I haven't paid for anything in Fire Emblem uh, Heroes. Right. Or Mitomo. Mm-hmm. I bought Mario. Yeah, I I bought that flat out. Yeah. You know, I had no problem buying that game. Yeah, because it, was, for me it was a one time fee. Yeah, that ten dollars. Yeah. Here you go. I got Mario on my phone forever. Right. Cool. But Tom Nook, I'm not going to be giving him my money. Although the game, it could just be a fishing simulator for me. The thing is, like, <laughs> I look at Nintendo's mobile games, which other than Mario Run have not really been for me. And I think, like, this is going to be a slice of Animal Crossing, uh, kind of buttressed by microtransactions. And it's not for me, but I know it'll make a lot of money. So th- that's the thing that Nintendo is doing. I feel like they're not putting all their eggs in one basket like EA seems to be doing with our Battlefront example. They say, well, we have, we have, and this is just conjecture. I don't know if this is fact, but maybe they said, well, we have a campaign and a multiplayer Star Wars game over here. Why have this other one? Nintendo says, hey, we can have, we can have our single player franchise games, our Zeldas, our, our 3D Marios, but also we have this, this mobile division now. Yeah. Rather than trying to like roll everything into one big ball and piss a lot of people off, yeah, they're 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 keeping everything separate. Yeah. Oh no, and I think and I think that's great. No, I I think it. I as an I was talking to my dad about this because we we own a ton of Nintendo stock uh, between my own my own holdings, my company's holding, my my parents' retirement. Yeah. We own a lot of Nintendo at this point. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to him about. It. I'm like, from a consumer standpoint, I don't really like 
what they're doing with the Animal Crossing. But from yeah. a shareholder perspective, I'm very happy keep, about this. Keep going. I'm like, yeah. just do, do it. Thing. Yeah. Like take take people's money, you know, on on iPhones. You know, they're 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 people who play those types of games and throw like a hundred dollars into them. They they're gonna spend that money frivolously elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you might as well capture that market, right? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Well, let me, let me ask what you mean then, because I'm interested in that. So far, Nintendo has taken two big properties, uh, Mario and Fire Emblem, and they've spun them off into mobile games. But do you think, that the way you kind of made it sound, you're not happy to see this happening to Animal Crossing. Do you mean that this could be the Animal Crossing game for the foreseeable future? I'm wondering. That we won't get like a successor to New Leaf. Yeah. Even on I, Switch. I'm kind of, I'm... I didn't I'm not necessarily saying that, but I think they might just let us sit with this for a while, yeah, before giving us any inkling of one for switch hmm. because maybe there will be a switch one, but if you look at like Pokemon Go, yeah, they had Sun and Moon shortly after, but you know um i I don't know it would be great for them to have another animal crossing, yeah, for switch. It feels I, inevitable. There will be a Pokemon developed for Switch. There will be. There should be. But these Animal are like Crossing. year three things. Yeah, they don't need to pull those levers yet. Because honestly, they want as many Switches out there as possible when they launch Pokemon for it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, they want mm-hmm. 30, 40 million, you know, user base mm-hmm. by that point. Because then it's like all those people will buy it. On top of the Switches, they'll move on on launch day. When yeah, Pokemon comes out. Yeah. yeah, when they bundle it with Pikachu Joy Cons. Yeah, and, yeah. So it's like. I think they're just setting themselves up for that. Animal Crossing is another one of those later generation games. And yeah. it doesn't need to be in a launch year. It doesn't need to be year two either. Right. Yeah, I think year two, if I'm Nintendo, I, they have to release Smash Brothers for this thing. Well, I think we get a Smash Brothers DX first, right? Like, yeah. Why not sell that again? Yeah. It's more money like they did with Mario Kart 8. Oh, no. I, also, it's doing very well in competitive uh, yes uh, arenas they know? finally have their successor to melee so keep it going for a yeah while. you know there's a there's it's really fun to watch i i, I was telling ozzy I, I went to evo for the first time this year and i've gotten really into smash brothers competitive play for wii u mm-hmm. like i melee doesn't it's it's so fast yeah i, I can't watch that game it's like really hard to, to watch me, to me i have like ptsd of trying to watch like marvel versus capcom like i couldn't follow yeah and this is someone who played street fighter Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. those games are just too like flashy for me to. Smash Wii U is very deliberate and slow yeah. compared to compared to the franchise. Yeah, you know, just in general. But yeah, I I'm really enjoying that, and they have some compelling fighters or players in it. You know, yeah. uh, Zero. Uh, you know, the, this it's there's a lot of it's there's good storylines. Right. So I, I'm getting into that esport a lot. So mm-hmm. I think. Nintendo with their new their new love of esports and they have Nintendo versus yeah. they broadcast stuff on Disney. I think Smash is the one that's like coming really soon. And then yeah. that that news that we saw in uh Switch 4.0.0.0 that kind of that they snuck in. Yeah, they didn't announce it. No. Uh GameCube controller. The GameCube support. USB like adapter, adapter. Yeah. Works with Switch now. Yeah. And I saw some videos. People are testing it. You can play other Switch games with it. Yeah. You can play Mario Kart 8, which makes me kind of want to go out and get one of these things. Because the reason, like, I 
Smash has never really been my cup of tea either. Mm-hmm. I have Smash Four. I play it when people come over. That sort of thing. Yeah. So you remember when uh, when that game came out, and then the the GameCube adapter followed. That thing was really hard to find for a while, like amiibo level hard to find. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go get one because the reason I skipped it for the Wii U was you could only pl- use it with Smash. Yep. But I loved even with Mario Kart Wii. I played it with my Wave Bird. Mm-hmm. I I would love to play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with a GameCube style controller again. Yeah, that's funny when you when you mentioned that. Yeah, I played so many games with Wave Bird on Wii. Yeah, Smash Brothers Brawl, yep. Mario Kart 8. The, if I could use a GameCube controller, I did. Yeah, and it's I know it it's not to use a term that other podcasts use. It hasn't aged well. The C stick is antiquated, but it's still my favorite controller. Of all time, yeah, it just fits my hand really well. I I, I love those triggers. Oh yeah yeah yeah, they're real clicky. They're the triggers the them. triggers are great. I like the Z trigger. Yeah, I love, I love the, that A button. Man. The radiating buttons around the A button. The genius of that. Yes, yes. That that is not. They don't give enough credit to that. That to really, they were like A button. You know, it's all about the A button. Yep. But here's the B. Here's the Y. Here's the X. So it's funny. My wife uh, started playing games with PlayStation Two. Okay, she's kind of a a, a late bloomer, mm-hmm. and she gets so frustrated when she plays Nintendo sh- games. She's like, "Why is the confirmation button A over on the right? It should be X on the lower left." I'm like, "She's like Nintendo does everything backwards." I'm like, "No, everyone else everyone does. else does it backwards because Nintendo's A on the right was there first, sweetheart." Yeah. Yeah, I get like really nerdy about about that. but i do the same thing like i we, we're going back we play dark souls with each other on ps4 we both play breath of the wild and mario kart 8 deluxe and puyo puyo tetris on switch so i'll be sitting there in dark souls like confirm oh shoot i'm pressing circle my like, god mm-hmm. i should be pressing x oh no when i when i play well i haven't played a whole lot of xbox lately but you know yeah. when i did yeah you know, like back in the 360 days yeah and i would switch to nintendo wii u or yeah. something uh yeah there were times where i would mix it up yeah. i think that era well 360 was the dominant controller yeah you know so i think that because they, they flipped the a around yep so it's like that i think messed with people more than the playstation which is like hieroglyphics you well, know it's me, like it's x triangle circle for me it's the placement ever since square nintendo nintendo's like the cross layout yeah. it's been lower right a mm-hmm. is confirmed mm-hmm. but then on every other controller on xbox and playstation it's the button in the lower left yep be it X or A. A. Yeah. 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 See, exactly. That's weird to me. No, it, it doesn't feel... a Nintendo feel, kid. It doesn't you know? feel right. No. And then what's funny about this generation, they got rid of the D-pad uh, on, on the Joy-Con, you know, because their patent is up, so they're yeah. like, we're going to come up with some other stupid thing that we can patent. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we're seeing with the Joy-Con. Yeah. I'm not really a big fan of those. That's one of the reasons I bought a Pro Controller. I love Nintendo's D-pads. Mm-hmm. I knew that I, like, I'll, I'll play 2D games. I'll play it's not Street a weird Fighter design 2. choice, though. That the It's so weird. It's so weird. That you include the D-pad on your Pro Controller. Yeah. But on the Joy-Cons, you're like, nah. <coughs> I think it's because when you split those things, you want the person to use the, the the analog stick with their left thumb and then have the separate buttons in the cross form on their right. Yeah. I guess that's their reasoning. It, yeah. So the, does anyone play like that? Does I anyone like, like I, I really want to know if you play your switch and you're like two people no. and you're chilling 
do you like go to the kickstand mode and like bust out your joy cons and go 1v1 in something when amy and i play she uses the joy con and the grip and i use the pro controller but she likes the grip. are you docked when you're doing that no 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 oh, oh wait wait yes docked yes you know, Although see, we have played in bed, we set up in bed just to try it, but okay. we still bring in the controllers, right? Because it's just the two of us. Yeah. So like, I, I know like, there's got to be someone out there who plays Switch with just like those two Joy Cons, two players. The, the way I, the way I looked at that it must decision, be kids. It, oh yeah, kids because kids don't really know any better. They don't care. The, the other thing is the way I the way I viewed this before Switch shipped. I liked the fact that out of the box, I could play two-player local. I didn't have to go get another controller. Yeah. The the configuration is not ideal, but it's there. Yeah. And that's great. I had friends over. We were playing Mario Kart 8. So one person would have the pro controller, and then the others two. Like, we would kind of draw straws, like, who gets the pro controller and who gets stuck holding the Joy-Con, mm-hmm. like, classic style. Because it's not comfortable, and it doesn't really work. And you can't really press the L and R buttons without, the like, the attachment yeah. yeah, it's it's a whole thing. But uh, the peripherals are so expensive. I won't go out and buy more controllers because I'm like, you guys come over twice a year. I'm not gonna drop like 160 bucks. I was stuff. at, I went to Best Buy and GameStop today mm-hmm. for different reasons. But I saw the Mario Wired Pro Controller. Yeah, I had one of those on pre-order. How much was it there? Twenty nine. Yeah. I might still get one. There's also Breath of the Wild one. It's black with gold buttons. Oh really? That thing is hot. Yeah, the, I wasn't that impressed with the Mario one. Nah, the it's Zelda red. one though. Check that thing out, and it's thirty bucks. It, it wasn't in the store. Oh, of course not. It's probably gonna be hard to find. Yeah, but like it's everything. wired, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not a big deal because Nintendo's cords are super long. But I saw a guy picking up a Switch, and uh, he got the Mario one because he's like, "Yeah, it's forty dollars cheaper." Yep. I'm like, yeah, but and it's and it's still first party, so you don't have any like. Nico stuff going on. Yeah, or Mad Cats or whatever. <laughs> oh, rip Mad Cats. Yeah. They're done. They made good fighting peripherals occasionally. Every, yeah. one, every once in a blue moon, they'd turn out something that didn't Steering feel. Steering wheel? Yeah, steering wheels for they sure. had some good steering wheels in yeah. there. I, for Dreamcast, I think my friend had a Mad Cats steering wheel and pedals. Did they ever make fishing rods? Probably. They probably had, Mad a, Cats. Decent, they probably had a decent fishing rod Yeah, they were all point. over the map there. Yeah. So uh, should we talk about Mario? No, but first, what's you know I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a new restaurant that's sponsoring us this week. Oh, and I haven't eaten there in a while. Do tell. So I don't eat pizza anymore because my diet. Okay, you know, I'm gluten free. I don't eat dairy. Okay, so there goes pizza. Right, rip. But <laughs> I couldn't live like that. This is that that goes against the Northeast Ohio diet. I know, which is why I'm mentioning today's sponsor. Okay, okay. So it's on Fulton Road. I drive by it every day. Krause's Pizza. Oh, oh, oh it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I was going to ask you, but you already you, you Dude, answered. Come on. Krause's Pizza is a Canton, Ohio institution. Yeah. So the best pizza in this city. Yep. I'd say the adjoining cities. If you go to Alliance, it's Victoria's. Uh-huh. Victoria's is better than Krause's, but Krause's around here. Yeah. You can't do Canton anything. Canton Akron. Second to none. Yeah. So I wanted to shout out Krause's Pizza. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to my friend who's my friend Adam who lives in Japan. His last name's right. Krause. Right. Oh, okay. Oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, no relation to the Krause Pizza okay. family. But we were talking when I was in Japan because he's like, you know, he, he loves that we shout out Northeast Ohio food. Yeah. He misses it. He misses the Northeast Ohio diet. You know, he misses Great Lakes Brewery. He misses all of it. Yeah. You know, 
So I was like, yeah, I'm saving it, but I'm going to do a Krause's Pizza shout out. Dude, Krause's is so good. It's on Fulton right across from the Lake Cable uh, allotment. Okay. You know, right by, uh, there's that new Dunkin' Donuts across from the abandoned McDonald's. Yeah. They're right around there. There's another Krause's uh, just a few blocks down from uh, Eurogyro on Of six. course. Yeah. Uh, that's the sort of yeah they, i think they have like several locations the, oh yeah they're all they're peppered across but i mean this area I, of Canton. I was going there when i was like eight yeah <laughs> that was a craddock staple we'd get together like my grandparents would just like one of them would leave and they'd come back with krause's pizzas nice and the happiness level in that room just shot up because uh, that food is delicious and you know because you gotta be mindful of this they do have a drive-thru yeah, that's true. Uh, which is nice, you know, because yeah. in wintertime, when you don't want to get out of your car. Let's talk about what makes it good, though. First of all, they pour on the sauce. The sauce is so good. Like, the cheese, like, practically rides waves of yeah. sauce. It's, it's like so drowning good. in sauce. But the cheese is also thick. It's very the thick. pepperonis are crispy, and they're small, so they can put on more pepperoni. Mm-hmm. I might be getting Krause's pizza tonight. Did I just convince you to get Krause's yeah. pizza? Oh, you didn't even have to twist my arm. Krause's yep. makes some good pizza. Yeah, Krause's pizza is amazing. Yeah. And it's they have good deals. Uh, yeah. they, they do some two for deals. They have some other stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they have combos where you can get like a free two liter of high fructose corn syrup if you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I don't eat there anymore, but I can tell you that it's the best pizza around here. <sighs> yes, it is. By far. So I wanted to put it in the pantheon of the Northeast Ohio. Very diet. good pick. Um, thank you. I'm very happy. Oh, <laughs> very happy for Krause's it to be here. so good. I just want to <laughs> talk about Krause. Now all David can think of is Krause's pizza. Yeah. So yeah um they're not paying us nope i just like them we and should be paying them and later i will yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah another quick northeast ohio thing while we're here mm-hmm. there's this initiative going around yeah. um it's issue 38 green it's a uh, parks and green spaces on the ballot it's really damn confusing because it's it's about uh th- this town doesn't really it, it embraces nature mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. jackson township yes there's uh there's no sidewalks in ma- on major streets mm-hmm. you know so and they've there's a lot of farmers in this count in this city there's a lot of people who just their their land is their land let me let me interrupt you real quick. i was i saw so before i came here i was at the pharmacy i was leaving mm-hmm. this is the the target and giant eagle on lincoln way mm-hmm. as i was pulling out of the parking lot i was behind a horse and buggy <laughs> To give everyone an idea of where we are, yeah, there was a freaking horse and buggy yep. in front of you. At the, this at is San Francisco. This is not. No, definitely not San Francisco. No. So yeah, there, it's it's rough for a pedestrian. Yes, it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. And part of that is that this township has really been fighting eminent domain, where the government can just appropriate your property and expand roads or do whatever they want. You know, so the areas that are fighting this are uh, Everhard and Fulton Road, mm-hmm. you know, that intersection where there's just green grass. Yes. That's, I think, owned by the golf course. Yeah, I think so. But they, it's so far down the hill from where people are playing golf mm-hmm. that they never developed it. Yeah. And it's nice. It's nice to be at this intersection. It's like, yeah, okay, you have a gas station, you have one store, you have another, and then there's this beautiful hill. Yeah. You know? And they want, they're fighting to keep that. Uh, cause the township wants to start basically taking that land and rezoning it. Right. You know, they want to, they want a Taco Bell there or something or a Starbucks. Yeah. A Starbucks would be great there. Sure. It would print money. 
but it's it's nice to see that people are fighting this but i think it's complicated i think there's there's two it's sides of this argument complicated just today as i was coming home after the horse and buggy traffic was weaving around someone riding a bicycle and they had to ride on the street yep and like i feel for that person yep being yeah pedestrians in this town and people who are on bikes especially because they've expanded the bus service here yes you know we have a stop right down the hill but then there's you literally have to walk up this hill on the side of the street or in like a ditch yeah like there's nowhere to walk nope and that's super dangerous because this is a 45 mile an hour street yeah and And if that's the way you get around you just have to like kind of take your life in your own hands yeah so i feel like there's definitely two sides of this argument but Get educated if you're in Northeast Ohio or if you're in Jackson Township and you're voting on issue 38, or even if you're not, let us know what you think about green spaces and parks and cities versus and, versus like you know sidewalks versus sidewalks and eminent domain and yeah. roads expanding. Because think about it, like they could expand Fulton. That's a two lane road. Yeah, you know, like it's been that way forever. Yep. It's a bottleneck. Yeah, at 5 p.m. that thing plugs up. Yes, it does. So it's like. These real estate owners, these farmland owners are on one side of this. And then the people who are trying to grow the city are on the other side of it. My stance is that this place isn't growing. Let's not get, let's not, let's not trip for a second. There is no way that we need more land for commercial real estate. I can take you on any street here and find an abandoned building that you could buy. Yeah. That's my problem with this, is I don't want to see that lovely hill be turned into a Starbucks when you could easily reappropriate that McDonald's down the street. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree to that. I agree that's to that. where I think the, that's the flaw in the argument. But yeah. I do want sidewalks. I Yeah, I, I do want sidewalks. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to bring it up. I, I think it's a complicated issue. I want people to chime in on the chatty. Uh, it's actually on, on on Twitter at me at Techno Sucks. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice to talk about an issue that's complicated. Whereas these days everything seems to be like this is the worst or this must happen. Yeah, this is complex. There are many sides. Yeah, and like I think everyone can have their opinion. I just think that the 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 argument that it's going to help us grow is BS. Yeah, but I think it would be nice to have sidewalks. Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, kind of crazy. When you think about it, like, our whole town, these are busy cities. Kids are walking on them. Well, People are walking on them. We, I, I live, like, 0.3 miles from this awesome shopping complex yeah. that I never walk to because it's super dangerous to do it. No, no, you should never walk to that shopping complex. The other thing is, <laughs> I think Jackson is convinced that Jackson is growing because there are apartment complexes springing up everywhere. Yeah. In fact, like, two or three years ago, down my street, a bunch of people were like picketing, protesting. Yeah, the the construction of this new apartment complex, and they did not stop it. They 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 the ended up making there. It. Yeah, they're yeah. doing one on uh on fairways of Jackson. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they're doing one on uh on Laco Springs. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're doing them. Like that's been going on. Yep, and they're trying to make it denser. I I don't think the population here is growing. Nope. I I think they're delusional because <laughs> I'm like I could go I could go to East Canton and get a house for like twenty grand. I feel like people are migrating within 
the Jackson system. Like there are a yeah. lot of people who have Jackson's kind of ritzy titsy. There are a lot of these big houses. Maybe something happens. You can't afford your house. So you're like, I think Jackson people are filling this apartment, these apartments. No one's coming in from outside. It's like people are getting out of their homes and yeah. moving into apartments. Yeah. So it reflects the deflation occurring in their wages. Right. I see that. See, that's what I think. But that supports my opinion that we need sidewalks because people might not have cars. Yeah. Yes. See, see, I'm for sidewalks. So I, I think let's vote no. I, I don't know. Which, I don't even know which way to vote on this because those signs are so dubious. Oh, yeah. All these issues. Yeah. The I'm not language. sure. I'm not sure to tell you which. Read the thing before you vote. But I might vote against this one passing and then just try to let's try to just get some sidewalks. Yeah. Spin that off into its own. Yeah. It's thing. like when Ohio had its uh, marijuana legalization bill. That came up a few years ago. They voted no. Even though like 60% of Ohioans want marijuana to be legal. They voted no because it was only going to issue a license to four growers for the whole state. And Ohio's a farm state. Yeah. Every farmer wanted in on that. Yeah. It would have been the free market, you know? Right. Who can grow the best weed? Yep. They wouldn't do that because the, the law sucked. I think this may be the same thing. It's like... Just because I want sidewalks doesn't mean you have to appropriate land for a Starbucks in a town that has abandoned buildings that used to be drive-throughs. Yeah, I, I could I could take you to like four abandoned drive-throughs right now. Right. Yep. You know, it's like no, you need to give tax abatements to companies to move in here. You know, and this is happening at a time where, you know, Amazon is picking their second headquarters. Yes. You know, and Cleveland submitted a an application mm -hmm. like a bunch of a bunch of cities did. Detroit did. I, I keep joking with virus over, you know, he, he works at uh, Google. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you guys should just come here and buy Canton, Ohio. Like a tech company <laughs> could buy Canton. Yeah. For really cheap right now. It's true. And just demolish it and rebuild like your own little Google town. Maybe with sidewalks. And you could make your own sidewalks. This is a perk. That's what I'm saying. So, so hopefully that happens. Yeah. But in the meantime, there's this there's this issue. Yeah. I thought it was worth talking about. That is. That's interesting. That's an interesting discussion. And then once you're done researching that, go to Krause's Pizza. Yeah. I might go. I need brain food. Yeah. So I'm going to go to Krause's Pizza first. Yeah. Fall asleep. And when I get back <laughs> up, then when I get back up, because Northeast Ohio diet, you know how this works. Yeah, you're right. We, we, yeah, it's going to knock us <laughs> That out. will knock you out. <laughs> okay. Enough tomfoolery. Mario oh, Odyssey. Tom Nook foolery. Yeah. yeah. Mario Odyssey came yes. out at midnight. And because... We're bums and have no no standing in the games media whatsoever. We bought it like yeah. some chumps. Yeah. And I bought it and I preloaded it. And I played it. Mm -hmm. Played Four Kingdoms. Okay. I think you've played Four Kingdoms as well. I think so. Yeah. Or you're starting my fourth. You're in, you're in the fourth kingdom. Yeah. I like the game a lot. Yes. I think it's, it's a very good Mario game. I'm reserving my – I'm doing the review. And I know. No one thinks I can review games fast. I like to play games before I review them. Yeah, you should. Don't try to rush to me the deadline. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like you get bad reviews. I, when I you do that. You do, and you also get one of my issues with the games media is that a lot of people, enthusiast press in general, not just games, people get hyped, and they kind of write, they kind of write with hype on the brain. Yeah, I read a lot of reviews, watch video reviews, just because I was interested. People are like, yeah, I, I I played this game for like sixty hours so I could review it. I'm like sixty hours in a week. 
that's a lot. Did you have fun? What do you remember from this game? Why don't you like take, but no, you, you got to get, you know, whatever. The internet is what it is. You got to get page views. You got to get sure clicks on YouTube, whatever. Yeah. And you know, you want to be, your time. you want to be on the Metacritic. You want to, you want to do all those things. I feel like this year more than ever, Nintendo is putting out games that should be savored. Yeah. I could, that's I actually turned down the Breath of the Wild review early this year, if you recall. Yeah. I didn't want to rush through that. I wanted no. to savor it. I have not beaten it yet. I that know. review would be very late. But I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's such a good game. Yeah. It, it, that'll be so yeah, Mario will be the same way. Like I want to play that for a long time. I, I'm different with these games. Uh with Mario's Mario games. When I get a Mario game, it's like it's like heroin or crack or something very addictive and I I obsess over it. I told you, like, last week, I obsessed over Mario Maker. Like, that game became an obsession for me. 2D Mario games are that way for me. I yeah. will mainline 2D Mario games. This game, I'm enjoying it, but I could, like, even this afternoon, I was like, I want to play Zelda for a bit, and I put mm -hmm. it down, and then I went back to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to play anything else until I... I, I I'm going to have to play some Xbox One stuff, but... <laughs> Listen, there's the narrative again. I'm going to have to play I, I mean, I'm reviewing that. I'm yeah, reviewing yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing. No, I, I know. But I poor Xbox. I well, how am I supposed to review that? What do you do to review an Xbox One X? Ask Crabs. Play Gears. Yeah, Gears you, looks you better. Be, what about Forza? Is that out yet? I, that there's only out? one card in the world that can capture in 4K. Oh yeah. So what would the point be? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how am I supposed to cover this thing? You're just gonna have to write it. Like, you guys are gonna have to trust me. Looks yeah, like pretty good. Seriously, I'm like pretty, yeah. pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, like, like you're just gonna have to take my word for it. You know, I, I'm gonna write like literally text. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I I can't capture video. That's I mean that's okay because with text reviews you can really dig into the guts of yeah, the product. And I think like. I I was impressed. I remember going into E3 being like, uh, Scorpio, Schmorpio. But after a whole day of Microsoft at our booth explaining to me why it was good hardware, it's good hardware. It really is. But who's it for? I don't know. That's that's the question you're going to have to answer. People who own 4K TVs that don't have an Xbox One yet, that don't have a PS4, yeah. that want to play PUBG and don't have a PC. But what subsection of people with 4K TVs don't have PCs? Yeah, it's it's weird. That's the weirdest market I've ever heard of. Well, I I do know a lot of people who I don't want to say they're like the Call of Duty bros, but there's an audience who like sure. will, will invest a lot of money in their living room setup. Totally. Maybe it's for them. Yeah, it's those guys. Because instead of a PC, they're like I have my phone for all the like chatting and You're right. It's Facebook. it's it you know what? It's the perfect man cave console then. It is. That's what it is. It's I think I I really do like parts of the Xbox service. Yeah. Xbox Live is better than PlayStation Network, in my opinion. The mm -hmm. experience of matchmaking in games, not having my identity stolen. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know Fair. what I mean? All right, you you know what I mean? Like, that's happened to me. You've convinced me, yeah. PS3, I oh, did not. the big crash in yeah, 2011. I did not turn that thing on after that. Yeah. I was like, you're dead to me. I was the same way when with they called me and they're like, your credit card has had 1,400 transactions in the last three hours in 100 different countries. I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Sony. See, I had that so issue. I, I, I never forget stuff like that. So it's like Microsoft hasn't done me dirty like that. But you know what? They did me dirty. I've never, they've never, st I've no one's stolen my identity. 
through Microsoft's ecosystem, but after my second 360 Red Ringed, I was <laughs> done. I threw it in the trash, and I switched to PS3. Goes back to what I was saying, though. They completely forgot that they're a software company. Yeah. And then, yeah, but sorry. Okay. We're on a Microsoft Xbox One tangent. We're supposed Mario. to be talking about Mario. 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 So we were talking about it in Slack. Um, I I do think that there was a an optimism bias to the reviews that we've seen because mm-hmm. having played the game there's something about its design that is bothering me a lot i don't like waggling uh okay that's fair like they the moment they told me i had to shake my controller it lost a point let me let me ask you this though i, I think you hit the nail on the head already but what is what do you think do you like motion controls in breath of the wild no. I'll say yes but because I like aiming. Aiming But I don't it. have to shake to swing no, the sword that's, or anything. It's, I think I, it's the shake. I didn't even think of that. See, Honestly, it, it's natural. That's not... To me, that's not this. Yeah. This is waggle. This was that same yeah. crap in the Wii. Yeah. Ugh. It's why I hated Twilight Princess. You know, like, I, I didn't want to play Zelda that way. Yeah. I don't want to... I don't... Just let me push buttons, people. Mm-hmm. That's what Mario's about. Yeah. And it's like, especially with this console, when you're in tablet mode, are you supposed to just shake your tablet around? Yeah. Imagine doing that too hard and like dropping your switch. Yeah. This just seems like a really weird, stubborn design choice on their part. Yeah. And I don't like it. And for that, that's the one thing that I'm like, it bothers me. First impression. But holy crap, is the game beautiful. Yeah, this is... Nintendo has been putting out eye candy since they got the hang of HD with Wii U. Yeah. Mario Kart 8, Mario 3D World, beautiful games. This might be the best-looking Nintendo game ever in terms of graphical fidelity. Yeah. We can have the, we can have the visual, the art-style direction mm-hmm. conversation. Because for me, that's still Breath of the Wild. Let's just say this is the best-looking Mario game ever. I Yeah, I think so. It's by far... It's it's gorgeous. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really... It's you know, and it's it's almost like you're playing a Pixar game. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You know? Yeah. So that's where I'm, like, completely in awe of it, and I love it. Yeah. And it's it's got that same, you know, we, we had talked about it. You're more of a 2D platform guy. Yeah. I, I made that jump to 3D platforming with Mario, and I fell in love. Yeah. And this game definitely feels really good. And Cappy... Is a great power up. It is. Cappy is really damn fun. Cappy, I, you know, being able to throw Cappy at enemies, maybe being able to throw Cappy out there and jump on Cappy as a platform, it's just genius. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that Miyamoto spark. I don't know if he had anything to do with it or if it's just that ingrained in the company at this point. Yeah. But they make platformers better than anyone. And this is like. Yep, 2D or 3D. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, here's this great platformer. You know, so I I feel like it's it's definitely a very good Mario game. Yeah, I don't know if it, it's too early to decide if it's the best one. As I said on an earlier episode, I believe Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda game. Mm-hmm. It, it is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's surpassed. You know, you love Ocarina. Yeah, I, you I love, love Link to the Past. I love Link to the Past. Yeah, but I think it's better than both. I think they've done they've I, and we, we were talking about this before the show. Like Zelda has reinvented itself. Yeah. And this Mario is just another... It is a refinement. It's a refinement. It's iterative. It's not 
it's not like wildly groundbreaking where people are they're going goo goo gaga over the, this the way that the world is but really they only did sl- small changes to how the game plays you know yeah. like th- when you get a st- when you get a uh, moon it doesn't take you back to the hub and then you have to restart the level you know it's it lets you exist in the world and then go find another moon yeah, to you me know. that was that. That's yeah. That's something I pointed out online. It, it's this. It has a lot of quality of life improvements. That's right. Um, it's great to be able to find you know your star, your shine, your your moon, and just keep going. Um, the controls feel tighter than ever. Mario's always had great controls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. I always do the first time I play a new 3D Mario game. I do the long jump, mm-hmm. I do the backflip, and then in midair I do the ground pound. Yeah, those controls have not changed since Mario 64. I don't think they should. No, but that's I immediately was like, okay, I know what this is. With Breath of the Wild, I was like, okay, what is Zelda? Because mm-hmm. I don't know now. The way I put it before we started the the show was that with Breath of the Wild, Nintendo threw out the baby and the bathwater. They've never done that with Mario, even no. with games like Super Mario 2 USA, which I love. But I know it isn't technically a Mario game. Whatever, mm-hmm. the the fun the fundamentals of platforming, running and jumping, have always been there. Those carry over. Yeah, and I feel like Mario Odyssey is a is a great refinement of of Super Mario sixty four. And I I want to be clear. I know that whenever something popular comes out, you have that one dissenting <laughs> opinion, which is baseless. But th- that person needs attention, whether they're trying to drive page views or comments, whatever. I love, I'm loving this game, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I've read a lot of hyperbole about how this is a reinvention of Mario. To me, it's not. It's a, it's a natural evolution Mm -hmm. of Mario. In every Mario game, you have the basics, you have basic power-ups and maneuvers, and there's that one new power-up. Yeah. In Mario 3D World, it was the cat suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, In this one, it's, it's Cappy. And Cappy feels like a natural extension of Mario's abilities, especially yeah. the fact that you can throw it, hold it in midair, and then jump on it. Yeah. Just an extension of Mario's natural abilities. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I think that's great. I- I'm enjoying this game as the next great 3D Mario game. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's fine. I yeah, I think really the things where it's winning at, it's winning me over, like, stupid things. Like Bowser in a top hat. Yes, you know, like that just is great. Yeah, they're like they're just doing things like the Mario Bowser bromance is strong. Yeah, with this one, I'm I always enjoy it. In this yeah, one. it's good. I, I think they're they're doing a good job there. Um, I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play. You know, like you're talking about enjoying the game versus playing it. Just to play it, I I'm playing through it and enjoying it, but I I am playing through it for review. So you have to look at it critically. critically yeah, and. You know, I think there's, it's not perfect, Mm-mm. and that's neither is Breath of the Wild. No, but right. like ten out of ten to me is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's and that's why there hasn't been a ten out of ten at Shack News. Sure. You know, it's like, is there a perfect game, Greg? There almost was. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I no. stopped that. Yeah. Nine out of ten is pretty generous nine for that game. Pretty damn good. That's nine out of ten from Shack is like that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and we don't do point fives. No, no, it's a it's a ten point. Our CMS scale. would break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would. Our CMS is not equipped for real numbers. It, you know, decimals. Um, 
I'll give you another example of refinement. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of comments. I was I was very like excited about the game this morning. I was participating in chatty discussion, and a lot of people say like this is like this is a brand new way to look at open world. And I was like, well, not not really, because first of all, how do you how do you get to different kingdoms? You fly your little ship over a menu, kind of yeah. like the Mario ship from Galaxy Two, yeah, or the overworld map in Mario Three and Mario World, yeah, and instead of paintings you have these areas that are they remind me of the environments from mario 64 they're just much bigger yeah and again this is not a complaint it's just it's we're iterating we are evolving we are refining this formula yeah and i think it's because they took more care with this franchise than they did zelda i i think it's their flagship so they they've had more time to iterate upon it yeah they they have taken missteps with the zelda franchise yeah over the last decade mm-hmm. and they just righted like all of it yep i think it's like they thought about it for a long time they went they, back to the drawing board really yeah and it's i think mario they didn't need to we we all knew what we wanted from mario yeah so we're getting more mario right it's more mario it's not better mario it's just more to me yeah it's like i but at the same time i can look at the different iterations that they've the, the different the enhancements the lifestyle enhancements as you describe it yeah and yeah it's it they're noticeable mm-hmm. yeah i think the sh- i think the odyssey is a good gimmick sure and i like those little moments where you're talking to cappy while you're flying in between places yeah like that kind of campiness is what makes mario mario right so i like seeing that sure um but yeah i i don't know it's it hasn't nothing's ha- hit me like zelda had and and like it, it's i feel it's unfair to play this game with Zelda in your mind, but it's impossible this close to game of the year discussions to not look at this game and compare it to Zelda and think Zelda's better. Well, or or Mario. See, the thing is, this is always going to happen when you have Nintendo, this this giant, release two, you know, release a new entry in each of their biggest franchises in mm-hmm. one year. This is going to happen because you know they're both going to be spectacular. Yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't even say like I. I've played Breath of the Wild for like 120 hours. I've played Mario Odyssey for four. Mm-hmm. So like you say, it's too early for me to to kind of form a, an objective stance on it. Yeah. Or even a subjective one. But my, right now my gut is like, yes, I, I prefer Breath of the Wild. But I'll tell you why. It's not even that it's necessarily better. When I'm playing Mario Odyssey and I'm oh, running... They're th- different. Th- they're very different. I, I look at Mario Odyssey as this is my new open world platformer. And platforming is actually my favorite genre, 2D specifically. Mm-hmm. Zelda is my favorite open world game where I can do anything I want. When I'm playing Zelda, there are some games whose systems are so well realized that you forget you're playing a game. Yeah. Like when a guardian targets you in Breath of the Wild, like you're running and then you're like, okay, and now I'm going to veer off to the side, go perpendicular, and that'll make its you know, beam just fly right past me or okay wait i'm gonna put on my stealth outfit and creep through this tall grass anything i think of in zelda i can do yeah with mario i'm like how do i approach this from a platforming perspective and i think that's i think that's fine because it is an open world platforming game Mm -hmm. as an example i love cappy but cappy isn't to me like what has it been seven months and people are still discovering crazy new things you can do with breath of the wilds physics and chemistry systems sure the combinations are probably infinite we'll probably still be finding new things 10 years from now yeah in in mario odyssey there are things cappy can capture and there are things he cannot when in, in one of the what was it cascade kingdom mm-hmm. i came across the t-rex and i'm like well of course i can 
can capture that, possess it. And not only can you, but they kind of want you to. They want you to do that to break through the wall. Whereas in Zelda, they don't care what you do. They know, like, when I go into a shrine, I have to get from here to there. How I get there is pretty much my call. Yeah. Whereas Mario's still saying, like, we'll capture the T-Rex and break through the mountain or whatever the case may be. You know what? The whole T-Rex thing, no spoilers because it's really early in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, fir- it's you the already first saw main it. kingdom. Yeah. You already saw it. Yeah, this has been you in the marketing what, from like E3, right? You saw what you can do. You've already seen what you can do as a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh my God, you can be a T-Rex in this game. It's like, yep, you've already seen what you can do. Yeah. It's that it was like so, I don't know, not that it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. It was it, to me, it <laughs> felt natural. Like, well, I'm a T-Rex. Of course, I'm going to like charge this wall and just yeah, break I'm a bunch stomp of stuff. on Goombas. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't that uh, it, I wasn't as wowed as I thought I was going to be. I think the the it's mild spoilers. Like I think some of the boss battles have been the the boss battle in the uh, Sand Kingdom. Yeah, was fun. It was fun. You know, I think that 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 really reminded me of F Zero. The really? whole the hands and the head. Yeah, Andros. To me, it kind of. Um, <laughs> Again, I'm trying or, to. Avoid. Sorry, it's Star Fox. Oh yeah, 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 Star yeah. Fox. Yeah, it's Star Fox. Did I say F Zero? You did. I'm sorry. Yeah, Star I, Fo- I, Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, it, it reminds me of Andros from Star Fox. Sorry, Star Fox and F Zero are like melded into my brain as one because of the 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 N64 days. Yes, yes, yes. They were, those were like peak of both those franchises. Those franchises yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we're talking about a game that's a lot like Mario 64. Right. And to compare it to Mario 64 is putting it in very high regard. It is. That, that game is still, I, I think Mario 64 is still fun. I can still put, yeah, I can yeah, still That's a it. very fun game. Uh, it, it's camera had issues, but whatever. But, it was the first time you ever had a 3D camera in a game. Yeah, that game set the mold for 3D games. And then I think Ocarina of Time came on and also like, it was additive. Yeah. Mario 64 said, here's how you move in 3D. Zelda said, here's how you target. Yeah. So you're not just flying and shooting all over the place. Yep. Here's how you lock on. Yeah. Z-targeting was great. Yep. That was that was a huge thing. I mean, that game, like, that mechanic started showing up everywhere from Grand Theft Auto to just everywhere. It was the PUBG of aiming at stuff. It really was. But, and you, but you look at those two games, I think a lot of people call back to Ocarina of Time and Mario 64 because those games really wrote the language of 3D gaming. Mm-hmm. And I think that Mario, I think that Zelda Breath of the Wild is trying to write a new language. Yeah. Mario Odyssey is refining that language. Yeah. And I think that, and I'm fine with that. Yep. I think they both fill, they both scratch very specific itches. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. I, I, there was a reason that I wanted to finish Zelda before this game came out because I, I'm going to be very completionist with Mario. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go for all the coins and all the different places, all the moons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do all that. And then when inevitably you get to the last level and it's probably not the last level, no. You have to do all this stuff over again. Yeah. I'm sure that's gonna happen. Yeah. I'll try to be as completionist with that as I can too. I, I tend to get annoyed by that point. Here's the thing about Mario. Annoyed Mario, just tired. Mario pisses you off differently than Zelda does. Zelda, it's like, oh, man, I can't believe I died. Yeah. Mario's like, damn you, Nintendo, and the horse you rode in on <laughs> yeah, for yeah, doing yeah. that to me. Yeah, the, you know, those little things. But what I really am liking about Mario is because what you're talking about, this iterative, l- the largesse of it. Right. 
they can do things with detail that they've never been able to do. And one of those things that we have to highlight is the 2D aspect. Yeah, I'm liking that. That stuff is awesome. Yep. And it's very well integrated. It doesn't feel gimmicky. No. It's just it's very natural progression through the area as you go. And there's hidden areas in some of them. Right. I love that. I love that you can go around a corner in 2D. Like, yeah, there's things that you don't necessarily see, and then like if you go around, you're like, oh my god, there's there was some of those city or whatever kingdom coins, whatever right. they're calling them. Yeah, the purple. Yeah, coin, yeah, the regional specific purple coin. Yeah, which is which is a cool thing. It's just a funny thing that you go coins finally have value in Mario. Yeah, like for the first time ever. Yeah, it's it's interesting because that's that's another staple that's been around. Like Mario sixty four had red coins, Sunshine had blue ones. But really, the whole the objective behind colored coins in that game was if you find all of these, here's another star. Yeah. In this one, you want to save up and you can buy outfits and and stuff. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. There's actually like you say, there's a reason for the, them. There's to a exist. point to collect coins besides one ups or, you know, the original reason. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a one up anymore. You know, you just die, you lose some coins. Yeah. I love it's a, it's a new take. You don't really die. No. They just take some money and drop you back somewhere. I wonder what happens. See, the thing is that's what I've been thinking about that. Every time you die, they dock you 100 coins or 50 or 10 or something. It's like 10. Yeah. And then they just spit you back out, but there are coins everywhere. Yeah. Like and even those 10 coins that they dock you are where you died. Yeah. Like so you, Dark Soul. It's like a blood stain. Yeah. yeah, exactly. One that doesn't disappear, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've noticed. Like this game, it doesn't want you to die. It still has lives. Well, live kind of. They're just it has health. Money. It has health. Like well, yeah, Mario sixty four. It has health. It does not have. That, that's another thing they've changed in small ways. Like when I got hit by an enemy, I immediately sought out a gold coin and was kind of surprised when I didn't regain that hit point. Because remember, yeah. Mario sixty four coins are health. Yeah, that's right. As well as you could save up fifty instead of a hundred to get an extra life. That's right. But yeah, like this game, they're just like I'm tripping over gold coins because they don't want you. Like it's to the point where I'm. I, I wonder what happens if you die without coins, but I'll probably never find out because yeah. it's so easy to get coins. You know, the other thing about coins and just the game's design. I'm curious if you've noticed it. Do you think that the enemies respawn faster, or with less of a radius to could be considered? Because I'll turn around, do something real quick, come back, and the eight goombas I killed are right back there. And those are eight coins, essentially. You know what? I think so, and I'll tell you why. Because they never want you to run out of something you want or need to possess. Yeah. They want you to have... Like, I think we've probably both played the level where you get the stack of Goombas and you can possess it. Yeah. I I did something to take out that stack. And then realized, like, oh, I kind of want to use that again. And they were there. They were back. Yeah. They, you know... So, Enemies in this game are almost items in your inventory. You need them. Yeah, but it does seem like they respawn with just, it, it's not, because it's always been distance based. Mm-hmm. Like how far away you were from it was why it would reappear. And I right. was on the screen with you, it wasn't just going to pop in. Right. But when you turn around and then look back, they're there again. Mm-hmm. I just, I noticed that. It seems like they're more, they're around longer and they, they come back way more rapidly. And like yeah. you said, when there's a purpose to them, like those guys, you'll see it. There's there's some guys with stretchy legs. Okay. That you can you know you can use. Okay. They reappear because right. you need them. They're basically like a ladder function for you. It's like you know Cappy Cappy plus whatever equals thing you need. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like you still need those things. You know, so I think the game has they've had to alter the game a little bit to make sure that you have those like you said that inventory well and, and then there are also there are always enemies there have always been enemies that resupply themselves like the cannons that will always fire bullet bills yep one thing i noticed with the t-rex when i possessed it i knocked down the wall and i just stuck with it for a while like seeing what else i could destroy yeah. and then i jumped out of it to look at something that was gone and i thought well i wonder and i went back to where you find it and it's right back there sleeping yep so it's always where you need it to be yep which is cool yeah no i i think it's it's an it's a different take that 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 is one where you can point to it and i'm like this is different than 3d world it's different than galaxy yeah it's different than sunshine uh, and on that note i was thinking about this uh this afternoon then on the drive over i think what breath of the wild and mario odyssey have in common first and foremost is that they are these open world sandbox games but they're just different takes totally on them in zelda it's all about systems in Mario, it's about here are the systems that you know. Now get familiar with them and experiment. Uh, and I think that's interesting. The, the through line this year in Nintendo is about curiosity and discovery. And both Zelda and Mario are exemplifying that in their unique ways. I feel like Zelda is far more cerebral than Mario. Sure. Mario's like the run and gun. It folks. is. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah. It appeals to me. Right. Zelda is like, okay, I, I, what we saw today on, or this week on Reddit with that, or on Twitter, the guy who tweeted out the boomerang plus magnesis yeah. trick equals a spinning buzzsaw in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Just shreds enemies. Yeah. So, like, he was destroying everyone with that. Mm-hmm. That I don't think you're going to see the equivalent of no. in Mario. No. You're going to see people do funny things in Mario. Mm hmm. But you're not going to see that level of creativity. No. So while it is creative, they're both enabling creativity. I feel like Zelda is just the systems are so well balanced and well thought out that it is going like we were talking about. There's going to be crazy things done for like a decade yep. in that game. We're going to be figuring out stuff about that game for like 10 years. We're going to know everything we need to know about Mario by the end of the year. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. They have the same juice, the same like guts, but very different different implementations of that same philosophy. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Nintendo so great. Yep. That's why people love Zelda and people love Mario and people love Metroid. They're different games. They are. They are. And, and you know what I'm really finding is that Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey each harken back to their original games. Mm-hmm in 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 their own ways in you know zelda one they just dropped you in a world and said okay figure it out that's what they do in breath of the wild mario odyssey much like mario one which uses the same sprites for the 2d segments as the nes games they're probably a little polished but same idea mario one is saying here here are your systems we are going to define them but now you can combine them whereas zelda is like there are these we have two systems but you can do anything you want with them yeah and it's like you said it's just it's just different takes yeah and i think it's interesting i think that they still will probably go head to head in the game of your discussions for some people but i think that they complement each other very well as mario and zelda always have yep because i don't think mario odyssey ever should have tried to be what breath of the wild is because mario again the language is running and jumping Mm-hmm. In Breath of the Wild, the language is whatever you want it to be. 
Yeah. A- again, my whole thing is when you are dropped into a shrine in Breath of the Wild, you might see the exit, but you just have to figure out how to get there. In Mario Odyssey, here's your cap. Here's the T-Rex. What do you think you're going to do? You're going to combine that, and that's going to be fun. The execution is going to be very fun. Yeah. No, I, I think it's they're both good, and I don't know. I could have a completely different opinion in a week. Right. I, maybe this game gets really expansive and crazy. I'm doubting it because I just I know Mario. Yeah. And it's there's going to be every every coin you can find is on that level. Yep. Every every moon sprite or whatever you want to call it is there. And I know people are already saying like you're not going to be able to get every moon your first time through areas. No. This is going to game where you're going to backtrack. And Mario's no, it, always been like it that. It forces you to do that. Yeah. Even 64 did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you how are you going to race the penguin? You know, you, you had to you had to build up to race that penguin in that, that level. You that know, like, in other ways. Like, okay, just like a carryover from Mario World. Here's the, the outline of a red block. Once you fill in the red block, you're going to come back here. Exactly. And get the cap and fly. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, so it's, I, I feel like that's been in there in the DNA since Mario 3. Right. You know, yeah. so it's not, that's not anything new. Mm-hmm. But it's just because of the expansiveness of this this game mm-hmm. that the technology allows for they can do new things right so that's why i'm withholding judgment but my initial impression is that i i i think it's a great game but there it's not perfect Mm-mm. it's not no and i can't help but look at all these reviews giving it perfect scores and just say hmm Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of debate over like, when is what is a ten out of ten? What is a five star? Yeah, game. I like that our you know our friend Kevin Cassidy over at Go Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I like that he doesn't give review scores. Yeah, I don't really care for scores either. He just writes the review. Yeah, he writes what he thinks. Right. That's what it's really about. You know, and it's it's funny. Like you, you see, uh, <laughs> Krabs recently or Chris Gerard recently reviewed uh, assassin's creed mm-hmm. and he had some two alt-right dudes calling him names on twitter really yeah it was funny because he he took a dig at babylon 5 or something in like the first paragraph or something <laughs> of course he did because <laughs> it's chris right <laughs> see so, yeah, i was like it was funny greg tweeted at him he was like welcome to the games media yeah where people complete strangers threaten you because of your opinions of video games yeah so yeah, it's a you great know, place to be. In that world, I understand why people are gun shy about not saying this game's perfect. But right. it, how can people look at Waggle and just say it's acceptable? Yeah, I I didn't. You know, the interesting thing is, like, I liked it in in certain contexts. Like, I thought it worked in Mario Galaxy, but I yeah, that was the Wii. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but see, here's another thing. Mario Galaxy came out like a year after Mario New Super Mario Bros. Wii, which I loved, but I hated the motion controls in that game. And they were very slight. Like you could get on certain platforms and like tilt the Wiimote left or right to tilt the platform. Oh, God. Yeah. I hated that. I'm like, what? I have shoulder buttons. <laughs> I'll use those. That's where technology solves problems that don't exist. Yeah. You know, they just felt it felt very bolted on. These do too. I don't think they're egregious, but I I, I would rather never waggle a controller yeah, again. If you never, if you had me never shake my controller again, I would be so happy. Yep. You know, the other thing that they they're this is just a personal issue I have with games, but there are points in this game that require you to have rumble enabled. 
Yeah. I don't like that. But I guess you can't disable it on Switch peripherals, right? Like, you can't turn off. It's, it's HD rumble, right? Yeah. So... You need it. Yeah, it's it's there out of the box. Everyone has it, so they're going to use it. I found that the Switch Rumble is probably the most... It feels the best. I me. think it feels the best because there's more of a gradient to yeah. it. It's, it's not, not just on. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I feel like Xbox and PlayStation controllers are very on or off. Even back to the, the Rumble Pack in N64, it was either there <laughs> or not. Although, there were so many times where my Rumble Pack would completely malfunction, and it would just sit there like shaking. So listen to this. <laughs> As part of this Quake feature, which I've expanded to be the longest thing ever written, uh, I'm also writing about games of the 90s. I found out in researching and talking about GoldenEye with uh, someone from uh, X-Rare Developer, initially they wanted you to reload your guns by removing and then reinserting the rumble pack. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? And Nintendo was like, no. How about we don't do that? Yeah. That would be the worst thing ever for yeah. that system. Like running out of ammo when you're surrounded by dudes and you have to like fumble with your controller. <laughs> then you drop the rumble pack. And you have to fish from the floor. And then you're like banging on your controller trying to reinsert it. That would, oh, be, oh, it would have been a whole thing. That's a terrible idea. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad that one missed the... Uh, I'm glad that one hit the cutting room floor. Yeah. Because that, that, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. They should be ashamed of themselves for doing that. I guess in retrospect, Nintendo has always been the company that's been the best about using uh, force feedback economically. Like yeah. In Ocarina of Time, you could get that. I think if you cashed in 20 Gold Skull Tulas, you got the Stone of Agony, which would cause your controller to vibrate harder the closer you got to secrets. Yep. So it wasn't a like binary on-off thing. That's true. Um no, 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 no. But I can't trust other companies with it. Like, why yeah. would you ever enable force feedback during a fighting game? <laughs> that, would be, that would be terrible. Or a shooter. Or a shooter. Yeah, like, seriously. I, like, yeah. who wants to feel that all day? Like, I don't get it. Uh, sports, I kind of understand. Sure, because that like, reinforces moments. Like, if you're at the plate yeah. and you get a really nice hit. Yeah. You know. Or, like, you tackle someone in sure. football or, yeah, yeah boxing. I could see that. Yeah. But. Yeah, Nintendo has done a better job with force feedback, but yeah, I did notice that that's in the game too. That's a much lesser complaint than I have about waggling. I, I think waggling, especially, I haven't done it in tablet mode yet. I haven't. I don't know if I'm gonna play the game in tablet mode. No, that's that seems risky to me. I, if I'm, I'm not traveling, so and I'm I'm capturing all the footage, so I yeah. I'm not. I'm probably gonna play Mario just on my TV. Yeah, uh, and it looks so good. It it looks. Beautiful. I just I want to watch it on my TV, not on my handheld. Yeah. Whereas like Zelda, I didn't care. I was like, it looked good on both. Yeah. You know, like I I think it's, I'm sure it'll look good on the tablet as well. But this is like, there's so much detail to this where, I don't know. I I I kind of wish I played the the last battle in Zelda on my TV because I can play, you replay it. I don't know. I haven't turned it on since. Oh, awesome. See, this is what I'm afraid of. It's not. It's because other stuff had to be played. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like I was like, I'm putting you away now. I have. I only have like I don't even know how many hearts I have. Like probably like fifteen. Yeah. Like, I don't have a whole lot. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like I beat this game because I was just I wanted to kill Ganon. I finished Terrytown this week, and brought two people together and was a part of their wedding. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So yeah. That's a thing you can do in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, exactly. 
that's what I mean. And there's like the labyrinth. I haven't done the labyrinth island. Oh yeah, there's three of those. I know. Yeah. So I haven't done any of those. Mm-hmm. And those are intrigue me. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I think we've talked sufficiently about Mario at this point. I'm. I'm. You know what? Final verdict. You'll still full, fully form yours. I will too. But so far, I'm. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. If you have a Switch and yeah. you don't have Mario right now, yeah, you have to be broke. Yeah, that's the only excuse. Yep. If you don't have the money, I understand. If you have the money and you're gonna go watch some stupid movie this weekend, or you're gonna buy a bunch of pizza, yeah, save your money and buy Mario. Yeah, it's and, a great know, game, and that it's different because like during the Wii U generation, Wii U only players were like hobos huddled around barrels on fire yeah, like waiting true. for the next game this isn't that like with the wii u like you bought nintendo games because that's probably all you're gonna get for like nine months yeah and this wii u or the switch so far is a spoil of riches but this is a game like through the crowd comes mario you need this game just like you need breath of the wild yeah. just like you really i would say you need mario kart 8 deluxe like those are the three big first party games this year and i i think all three have a, a place yeah. on the switch so far and that's just first party. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of third party stuff, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, like there's Doom soon. Doom soon. There's Hollow Knight soon. There's Shovel Knight is a lot of fun on Switch. Shovel Knight's really good. I'm play- Amy and I play Puyo Puyo Tetris several times a week. I have several friends that have been addicted to Stardew Valley on Switch. Yeah, that's a, that's a great game for Switch. See, that's where I'm like, Nintendo's in no rush for Animal Crossing because Stardew's killing it right now. Yep. It's like wait until everyone's burned out on Stardew. They've like forgotten about their crops, right? And then you release Animal Crossing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Nintendo continues to kill it. Theme yeah. of this show, where I think we're in our tenth episode. I think it's ten, nine or ten. Every episode is just Switch is killing it. Yep. It's, it's more, like more so. Yeah. Just like I feel like every month. So next week, Nintendo's going to announce their earnings. Uh, mm. for the quarter so maybe they'll give us an update on unit sales for okay. switch so we'll have a better idea yeah i still think their biggest problem is they can't make enough of these and they're going to be hard to find come christmas time i in less than a month from now black yeah. friday specials the sales oh. will begin yep shack friday's coming up too that's right and yeah extra life's next week yes it is <laughs> we have not planned it no that's not good no it's not good we should plan it yeah maybe I don't know. Monday? Yeah, let's let's plan it on Monday. Monday. Yeah. We'll Monday. know what's going on with Extra Life. Monday, Monday. I Monday. know some community members wanted to get in on it. Okay. Uh, I'm down with that. Sure. Yeah, everyone has the, the stream key to Shack News. It's no big deal. Cool. So yeah, I think we'll we'll figure it out. I'll get a schedule up lined up. I'm gonna I'm thinking some sort of donations for us to play your Mario Maker level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Donations for us to you can play me in Madden. I'll play you in Madden or NBA 1v1 if you donate like $40 or something. Awesome. You know, like stuff like that. I think we should have incentive-driven stuff. Uh, Krabs, or Chris Gerard is going to do a WWE stream if we hit a certain amount of money. Okay. Um, I think we can do stuff like that okay. to be a little more creative with how we raise money this year. Cool. But yeah, there I was at GameStop earlier, and they're like, hey, do you want to donate to the Make-A-Wish Foundation? I'm like, no, but I'm going to be doing a 24-hour stream for them next week yeah yeah <laughs> you know but it's like so yeah i think that'll be cool um then yeah if you have any suggestions out there listeners for what we should play 
I'm thinking I, I tend to do Bizarro Wolverines, which is my mm-hmm. it's my dynasty in NCAA 2013. Okay. Of the Michigan Wolverines, uh, because they stopped making that game. I just I created teams with just stacked players, mm-hmm. all hundred ranked hundred and everything. Yeah. Interchangeable. Like the center could play quarterback, the running back could be a safety. Like everyone could play any position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to do those streams uh, during Extra Life. We'll see. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll make that an incentive-driven one, too. That's also a Shackmas thing. So, you know, Shackmas is coming around the corner, too. That's the truth. So, yeah, there's it's almost holiday time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's exciting. And Mario is, you know, historically, Mario comes out around the holidays. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's that thing that people are excited to get for Christmas. Yeah. So, I feel like this is going to be a big, it's going to be a bigger game for them, unit sales wide, uh, wise than Zelda. Oh sure, Mario's always been more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is a hard game. Yeah, like make make no bones about that. Yep. Uh, the the barrier of, of entry to Mario has always been lower because Mario is the the family friendly game. Zelda's like, hey, combat puzzles, you know, thinking, thinking. Yeah, yeah. and that's again that's versus Jumpman. Yeah, but yeah, versus both games good. Jumpman. Switch is good. Everything's good. Doom is 11 out of 10. All is right with the world. Yeah. And then we didn't really get to talk about it because neither of us have played it yet. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 came out today. That's true. Yeah. And it, everything I've heard from Bill, uh, I'm calling Bill Lavoie, you know, Rumpo Plays. Right. I'm calling him Terror Bill. I saw that. What is that? He, that's his nickname in the game. Bill William Blaskowitz. Oh, the, the, sure. The Nazis call him Terror Billy. Oh, so he's... Okay, our, our own Bill Lavoie is Terror Bill now. <laughs> I'm calling him Terror Bill Lavoie. I dig it. <laughs> I approve. But yeah, he said uh, the game's amazing. Cool. Uh, it sounds like another Game of the Year candidate. Um, You know, last year we gave it to Doom. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda, it's software game. This year it's Bethesda and Machine Games using mm-hmm. id tech. Yeah. I don't know the trifecta i don't know man i'm not trying so i'm not i'm not your traditional game journalist i don't do a lot of reviews i'm writing a book for for shack news right now yep. so i don't have to be objective i'll just tell you my game of the year has been kind of set in stone since march 3rd of this year since e3 of last year yeah you're right <laughs> no like that's like zelda breath of the wild could very easily be my forever game like i could see picking this up yeah I'm probably going to play it tonight because I'm back in. I just love roaming. You know, people, I see some of our chatty regulars, like, I don't like this game. The world's too empty. I'm like, look, if if nothing is happening for you in Breath of the Wild, (laughs) you're standing still. Or, no, because even if you stand still, you can get hit by lightning. Yes, you can. I don't don't know. I feel like Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, you create your own fun in that game, and it's not exactly hiding from you. There's so much to do in that game. I think a lot of the complaints I see from people in that are they're they're still on the plateau. A lot of those people. There's a lot to do on the plateau. See, I don't even get that either. I can see that that's the slowest part of the game because you don't have the paraglider, you don't have the three main runes. Yeah, get those and then run around. Once you have those and the paraglider, hang around on the main the great plateau because there's a lot of stuff to find there too. Oh yeah, I, I think it. There were multiple times. Where I just needed to grind for like apples or food. Yeah, yeah. And I'd go back to the plateau. Yeah. Easy. You know, really easy to get some guts or whatever you need, like monster parts. Yeah. You could get whatever you need up there. Yep. It's, it, it becomes a nice little refuge. 
It does. Uh, it does. But at the beginning, it seems dull because you're like, oh, it's so big. And it's like, it's, oh, I can't even get up this mountain. I'm too cold. Yeah. You're learning the the mechanics of the game. Yep. Again, so it's, it because, threw everything out. Because there's no freaking tutorial in that game because it's brilliant. Yeah. The game te- makes you learn. Yep. It's like, here, deal with it. Yeah. You know, and I think that is, it's like Doom. Doom didn't give you a tutorial. No. Doom's like, you learn by doing. Doom's like, these guys are about to kill you. You yeah. should probably kill them yep. with guns. Or rip their face off. Whatever. Do your thing. You know you what I mean? do you. Yeah, so I think that there's a lot of similarities between Doom and Breath of the Wild. Yeah. In how they, in how they tell their story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. There is, no, true. there is. Uh, and I love both games. So I'm not going to fight. Uh, if I'm not, I, I will be in the Breath of the Wild corner. Asif, let me ask you this. What if Doom and Breath of the Wild had both come out the same year? I would be in crisis. I won't. I won't lie to you. That'd be a big thing, not just because like I'm a like I can be a fanboy for these games, but they're both really damn good games. No, imagine, they're like fantastic games. Imagine both of them coming out in the same year. I, I maybe we shouldn't even think about it. Maybe it's too yeah, terrible to think about. Let's just be happy it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't even want to go down that road. No, because I'm really excited about having Doom on my Switch. I am. I am. Let me let me tell you something else. I'm excited about. Okay. I know a lot of people were looking forward to Mario Odyssey because it was the first first-party game for Switch that was actually built from the ground up on Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, Breath of the Wild was a Wii U game. Yeah. And so a lot of people were wondering. I know like Chris Gerard was wondering, hey, how's this game going to look and run compared to games ported over from Wii U? Yeah, sure. Not only does this game look gorgeous, not only is it just silky smooth, I, d- I got the digital version, only 5.3 gigs. Yeah, my, my SD card has room to spare. Yeah. How do they do this? It's I I love it because what we kind live of, in an age Doom was like fifty gigabytes. Yeah, and then with the DLC, oh, yeah, but this is like launch day, like yeah, fifty yeah, yeah. gigs. Now it's close to a hundred, I think. Mm-hmm. But I I am loving that I bought a two hundred fifty gigabyte card for Switch, and I've used I think t- total like fifteen gigs. Yeah, that's awesome. No, they they're doing. They've always been really great at that. Yeah. Uh, going back to fitting things on EPROMs. You know, like, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. they've just been, I don't know, they're masters of that. Yep. And it's like, yeah, it's another masterpiece. But I, yeah, I'm just glad Zelda and Doom didn't come out in the same year. The funny thing is I went into the no, here Here's what. Okay, let's hear it. If that happened, Zelda would have had to have come out on Wii U and it would have sucked compared to what it is. There are a ton of people who played that on Wii U. It's no different. There's there's no difference. There's a little bit more loading time. I'll tell you what. If that would have come out on Wii U, I would have played it on Wii U. Uh Man, I love Doom and Zelda, but that's tough. Zelda is probably the most. I think Doom was a technical marvel. It was. It was. I, I think it was really the best shooter yeah, that's what's weird. It's like Zelda's the best open world game I've played in like five to ten years. Yeah. And Doom is the best first person shooter story that I've played in ten years. That's the funny thing is I was just gonna draw a comparison. There's a lot I think Doom and Mario Odyssey have more in common because they both yeah. sit out to do that like specific thing and they do it very, very well. Yep. That's right. Whereas Zelda is like everything practically. Yeah, Zelda is kinda like the 
like you said, it's the, the everything in the kitchen sink game almost. Yeah, which they needed. Yeah, they did. So it's it's. I don't know. I'm just glad we don't have to make that decision. Yeah. But this year it's going to be Wolfenstein versus Mario versus Zelda versus Persona Five versus RE Seven PUBG versus PUBG if that releases. Man, there've been there's been some shade being thrown on social media at, at Player Unknown lately. They're saying, "Oh, this game's just another DayZ." Man, that was, that was always going to happen. You know, he's popular. He should be thankful that's happening because yeah. that means he's in the conversation. Oh no, I know, but it's, it's you have the influencers. Yeah, you have yeah. Lyric and yeah. you have Dr. Disrespect calling him out. Cuz hackers, you know, the, there's all sorts of hacks going on in that game right now. Yeah. And it makes the game not fun. Those guys should be kissing his ass because they he's the reason they're a big deal. Yeah. So, I yeah, know. They should remember that. No, they don't. Yeah. They're too busy. Up- they are relevant because of him and his game. No, they're smelling their own farts. Yeah. South Park, San Francisco. Yeah, for Hybrid real. cars, farts. A lot, yeah. a lot of smug there. Yeah. Now, I'm not defending their their assessment. I've just always been on the side that I didn't really like PUBG. It's okay. <laughs> but you know what? I, I am on the side of 2017 is the year of the games. Yep. To quote Conan from the chatty. From chatty. It's not game of the year. It's the year of the games. Yeah. This I bet 2017 goes down in like the 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 uh the annals of video game history along with like 1996, 1998. Yeah. 2007 was huge too. Sure. Uh yeah, incredible. I think are we nearing well, November still we've still got some heavy heavyweights coming out in November. Cod. Yeah, Cod, of course, cuz it's a year. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my cup of tea either, but it, it it's there. PUBG for Xbox One PUBG X. PUBG for Xbox well, One PUBG. X. Well, PUBG. And, well, yeah, version 1.0. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah, I did see some chatter around that. He was saying that 1.0 is not because of X, Y, and Z. You think that's yeah. going to slip past no. this calendar year? No, he can't. Because if not, that's out of the running. I know. I'm clearing the runway for Breath of the Wild. Well, it's funny. The guys at Giant Bomb were like, should we change our rules about extra, uh, early access being I, I in there? I do think that's a valid conversation, honestly. Yeah. So it's like, that's the other thing. It's like, it is a game. It sold a ton. It is a game. It sold a ton. The thing about early access is the game that the first person in, in line for early access plays could be very different yep. from the first person who gets 1.0. I know. That, to me, is what makes the conversation And we're not nebulous. reviewing early access games. No. You know, and I don't think we should because they're not done. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. It is. But I think there's too much pressure from Microsoft to hit that deadline. It has to ship. If it doesn't ship, Microsoft will not pay them. Because that's all they got. What else? What am, what am I supposed to play on this Xbox One X? Give me some games that I should play on this thing. Man. Killer Instinct was one of the things that I was told to play. A game from 2013. Yeah. No, uh, Killer Instinct is fun. I always love that series. But Apparently, but, uh, it looks really great in 4K. But I guess that's the issue, right? Like, hey, for this brand new five $600 system, play this four-year-old game. How do you buy Rare and you don't have anything? Like where's Sea of Thieves? Yeah, that was one of their. That was what. That was a game that was making me like, all right, I could play this on PC. But if I didn't have a gaming PC, I'd get an Xbox One for this. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Where is it? Crackdown three, twenty eighteen. Yeah, where is it? You know, so it's like I think they they have a big problem there on the software side. Yeah, they have a huge problem. There, there's honestly, I sometimes forget that Xbox exists. Yeah, and I think that's, and I'm not trying to be like I have no horse in that race. I want more 
console manufacturers because I want them to push each other. I want competition. Yeah. But Xbox, I'm like, what? What is? What is Xbox? What is their identity now? <sighs> it's weird. I don't know. They're in a weird place. But they're to highlight what we were talking about last week just a little bit. They're in a position where they have to give Shaq News a review copy of their system. That's how far they've fallen. <sighs> we should you, know, you want to be careful. You make Shaq News sound like the pits. <laughs> you know, Nintendo's like, ugh, get away, peasants. Yeah. No Mario for you. But Xbox is like, oh shit, Shaq News wants to review us. How? <laughs> Here, tab it, have it. <laughs> but you know what? What a difference seven months make because we got a Switch and Zelda early. I know. But now that they're back at the King of the Mountains again, they're like, eh. Yeah. Peasants. Yeah. We have Jimmy Fallon now. <laughs> Go away. Dude, if they want someone who can just gush and drool over them like Jimmy Fallon, like give me a Switch and Zelda. I will gush and drool at Jimmy I know. Fallon. Oh, I know. You don't have to pay me. No. I love them. No, we don't. It. We don't. We don't need any money. No. But. We're not going to give the game a 10 out of 10. Mario? No. No. It's not a 10 out of 10. I don't know that any game I've ever played is perfect. I I think there's a discussion to be had as to what the definition of 10 over 10 oh, is. Oh, yeah. But at Shaq News, it means perfect. Our highest recommendation. Yeah. And in my mind, Super Mario World is a 10 out of 10. That game's perfect. I'm sitting here trying to find like one chink in that game's armor... I think you might be right. That game's perfect. What about Tetris? I think Tetris. Tetris is perfect. Tetris is perfect. Like, te- what are you talking about? Tetris for NES or Tetris for Game Boy? Probably, I guess Game Boy. Like that's the or one the I new see. Tetris on sixty four. All oh, right, that game was something else. Tetris, like line I think we dropping gave, lines. Tetris. I think we gave new Tetris like a f- eight or eight point five. That was when I was working at Tendo Box. Original Doom is that a ten? me no back then I, I i could never get a game of deathmatch working because that was, I was in dos that's what i was gonna say jump through some hoops because of microsoft yeah. no it was it was a flawed game because it was pushing hardware so hard yeah i couldn't i couldn't run it no. my my friend down the street could run it yeah he he lived over in uh glenmore he yeah. had a computer that could run it f you know because that's a gated community do you remember oh yeah right sure okay he had he had like a, <laughs> it must have been a 486 or a Pentium or community. something he was the first kid in town to have a Pentium. let me ask you this as a doom <laughs> player do you remember what the f5 key did was it uh it was low detail that's how i had to play doom yeah until i got the my low 466 yeah yeah I didn't have a computer that could play Doom until Doom 2 had been out for like a year. Yeah. I didn't have... Dude, I remember you remember turbo buttons? My first PC <laughs> had a turbo button. Yep. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm hitting turbo. <laughs> was it a gateway? Still, yeah, I think it was gateway. Yeah, those totally had turbo. Oh, it was clicky. You'd hear this thunk in the machine. You'd, you'd, pre- <laughs> you'd press in that turbo button, man. That was a big deal. It was a big deal. 88 miles no, so per no, hour. The original Doom is not a 10 out of 10 in my opinion. No. Um... Yeah, I, when people ask me what, because Greg was like, "So what's a perfect game?" When I told him that Shadow of War, Shadow of War was not a ten out of ten, he gave it a nine. Yeah, yeah. When he, I told him that, he's like, "So what is a perfect game?" I'm like, "Super Mario World." I think that. Yeah, I think that's it. Like we didn't, Shack News didn't exist when that game came out, 
but I want to believe if I, my, the 11-year-old me, was running Shaq News four years before it came out into existence, I'm pretty sure we would have given it a 10 out of 10. Even though the entire time Steve Gibson ran the site, they didn't give scores to games. Nope. It was only 2013, right, as Gamefly was... You know that that era was struggling. Uh, yeah, I wasn't writing for the site then. So when I when I did write for the site from like 2005 2007, I remember Chris Martin and uh, Chris Remo, Steve Martin were all against scores in games. Yeah, uh, I think it was mostly Chris was spearheading that because he was kind of setting the editorial direction of the site, and I was fine with that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like just getting my writing chops here. I want people to read what I write instead of just scrolling down, looking at the number, and closing the window. Yeah. You know, I was on I was on Polygon just because they had a Mario review. Mm-hmm. I noticed they put their scores on the front page. Yeah, so you don't have to read the article. Yeah, that seems uh, it misguided. Seems like, it seems like horrible. Yeah, I was like, damn. That's what. Well, whenever new writers come on, <laughs> I'm like, they they're like, so and so is releasing on this date. I'm like, you don't put the date in the headline. Yeah, you want people you want to click. To come in. Yeah. yeah, you want people to click stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I was I was kind of I, I I rarely go to that site especially around review times because mm-hmm. we're usually reviewing stuff. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, oh, they just straight up tell you their scores. That's right. There. You don't have to click it. They have the radial You don't even have thing. to scroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is weird. I, I would be interested. I'd like to pick the brains. I'm really interested in that side of the industry. I'd love to – Polygon came out riding on a pretty high horse, and they've changed their direction a lot. Like 15 I, I still think, times. Yeah, I still think they have good writers, but I, I'd like to talk to them. Like, so – you they, put, got, they got Vox money. Yeah, but like I want to, I want to ask them. Like, so you stamp the thumbnail of your review with the score. Does that hurt impressions? Like, I'd, I'd love to have that conversation. Yeah, I doubt it's it does. I doubt it does, but that's still ballsy. Yeah, it know? is. No, so I don't know. It's just funny, but yeah, I, the early impression is that so the guy reviewing Mario Odyssey. I'm not giving it a ten right now. Unless it some if, if it somehow wows me in the next week or two, I'll let you guys know. But I'm not. I, I think it's some, a damn good game. Yeah, I, a nine out of ten from Shaq News is a very good thing. Yeah. it's the highest score we've ever given a game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. We, there's a whole discussion to be had, like if we will ever give a game a ten out of ten. But has there been a game? that's been like flawless like that you know what the super nes classic is still relatively new i will go and i will review super mario world and i will <laughs> i will bestow upon it Shaq's first and probably only 10 out of 10 you just be like you know what here you go super mario world you deserve it yeah you're the one you are the one you're yeah. the chosen one i you know personally for me like i think star fox 64 is really great that's another game i might give a 10 to Ocarina of Time for many, well, since 1998 has been my favorite game of all time, but yeah. I would not give it a 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. if only for the Water Temple, which I think is like, it was yeah. a good dungeon, but there are some serious flaws with that. And like Nintendo admitted, they said, Aonuma said, one reason, the main reason I greenlit a remake of that game was to fix the Water Temple. When Nintendo's <laughs> saying that, like, you can't defend it. Yeah. It was broken. Yeah. But they fixed it. Yeah, so, so that, that was the one blemish on a otherwise flawless game. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I, I think Star Fox 64 was perfect. Final Fantasy VII is not a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I do not like random battles in RPGs. I don't like going along the yeah. map and I'm suddenly I'm sucked into a battle. I hate that. That's Final Fantasy. I don't care. <laughs> I will saying. slaughter your sacred cows, sir. I don't care about Final Fantasy. I think it's a stupid name. There have been 30 of those games. Yeah. And they have mobile games now. Yeah. 
and their mobile games are super bad. Oh, real quick about mobile. Okay. Um. Yeah, Modojo and Shaq News merged this week. Yes, big news. So now home Brit- front. Brittany Vincent, editor in chief of Modojo, is now the senior. <laughs> you scared the crap out of Lola there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the, she's now the senior mobile editor at Shaq. Uh, Kevin Tucker is coming over from Modojo as well. Fantastic. Yep, they're uh, a young be, writer. Yeah, they're gonna Kevin be doing K Tuck. K Tuck, as we like to call him, the Duke and BV Brittany Vincent. Yeah, and BV. Yeah. yeah, so they're they're coming over. Um, they're already writing for us, doing cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I played some. I played a mobile game. Uh, and I've been really obsessed with balls this year. There's a game <laughs> called Color Balls. Yeah. Have, you, have I told you about this yet? No, I'm just thinking about how you've been obsessed with balls. Yeah, yeah. Balls is a great. No, game. that's a great. You were playing it on the flight to um, QuakeCon. QuakeCon. I was like, what is this game like? It's, it's a fun game to watch too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these guys, Catch App, is what they're called. The Dev Studio. Yeah, they're killing it. They have another game now called Color Balls, and it's like, so it's you have a paddle now. Mm-hmm. It's way more involved than balls. There's so there's you start with a certain amount of balls and then they drop from the left side of the screen you have to bounce them off your paddle into this container on the right and from time to time this like a circle appears and if you can get your ball to fly through that circle it changes colors Mm -hmm. it grows in size you get an extra ball they're like different power-ups that's cool and it's a high score game you try to get the highest score possible Mm -hmm. So my brother texted me like two weeks ago a screenshot of his high score. This is about how ninety percent of our this ninety percent of my mobile game time yeah. is spent trying to beat my brother's high score in something. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm gonna beat your high score, and then I beat it, and now he's all mad. Now he's trying to beat it, but yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, that's that. Mobile games are great for that because I got to like two ninety two in balls, which is absurd. And once you get above two hundred in that game, it becomes tedious. The turns start to take a long time. I was just going to say, like, for me, I haven't even played that game, but I watched you play it for, like, whatever it was, an hour or two. Yeah. <laughs> so and like an hour. I'm like, you know, this game looks great, but it seems like the further you go, the more you're just kind of sitting waiting for your turn to end, and that would be the fatal flaw for me. Yep. The thing is, what I like about balls is it's one-handed gameplay, and you can pause it at any time and come right back. It's not a big deal. If you do that in color balls, you might lose a couple balls. It's, yeah, it sounds it's, like a more active game. Yeah, and the nice thing about balls is that you can look away while you're playing it. Yeah. So I can be in line at a store playing balls, right? And I'm like, look up, okay. I By the walk. time your high score is 200, you're going to want to look away. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you can't do that in color balls. You'll 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 lose. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I I can recommend it. All if, right, if, I'll check. I'm going to check both of these out. For the people who are burnt out on playing balls, try color balls. And for people who are not playing Wolfenstein 2, Mario Odyssey, <laughs> Ass Oranges, pre-ordering iPhone Xs, or whatever the hell you Stranger tell things. yourself you're doing with your Xbox One. Yeah. Or watching Stranger Things. Yeah. Well, I think mobile gaming for me take fills up a time where i'm not playing games oh for sure i wasn't even trying to, to dump on mobile gaming it's yeah. like today's just all this stuff's coming out no yeah yeah like i think mobile gaming is like the perfect like i'm in the line at the ch- at the supermarket yeah. or I'm, I'm waiting for a table yep. you know yeah perfect i agree i agree yeah so i think that's that's how i almost grade the games although now i have switch 
I can't. When I'm at fit. home, I'm playing I, Switch yeah, everywhere. But, but I can't. But not out and about. I don't have Switch in my pocket. No, no. If no. I'm going to Rite Aid, I'm not going to have my Switch with me. Fair enough. And h- how much could I really accomplish in Mario Odyssey in the time it takes to play like, one turn in balls? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> one turn. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? True. Like, it's. It's a different compartmentalized kind of gaming. Yeah, it is. That appeals to me. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why I think mobile gaming is still a thing. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a thing. Uh, and now, I can't, now you have Animal Crossing. Yeah. To, to whittle away time. The thing about Animal Crossing, because I, I sound a negative about it. I love fishing in that game. Mm-hmm. And if I can just fish, and I don't need to worry about building a pool for my... I don't have to worry about anything, and I can just fish all day. Yeah, that's gonna be a great game. Yep, you know, because like it's fun. It's it, that game is mindless. Mm-hmm. You can fish, you can collect fruit, whatever. But if they put time gates, like up, oh, no fish for another five hours, that's gonna suck. I don't think they will, because I think Tom Nook's gonna be. He's gonna want you to do as much as possible. Yeah, keep those leaf ticket, that leaf ticket profit rolling in. But the leaf tickets are only to expedite the construction of things. Ah. Hmm. So it's not a... But you know what? If you can just fish as long as you want, you won't need to expedite the construction. Just go fishing for a while. I I won't be playing the game properly. Yeah. I'll just be using it as a fishing simulator. Yeah. Which is fine by me. Sure. Because my whole thing was like, wow, that fish weighed this much. This is because it tells you yeah, 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 how yeah, many yeah. pounds and ounces each fish weighs. Yeah. That was the only reason I even played that game. Nintendo has a, a lengthy history with fishing. Because, you know, Animal Crossing has always had a fun fishing minigame. I also love to fish in Ocarina of Time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the same thing. Like, you actually get, I think, heart pieces for finding like catching like the biggest fish that's right or whatever yeah i think that game had great fishing yeah it was a ton of fun that game's fishing was way better than twilight princess yeah that even, fishing was abominable even though twilight princess i think the big flaw that's a whole other conversation but that's a whole other episode twilight princess twilight princess is not a bad game it's just it was the it was the first paint by numbers ocarina of time sequel that made me say like it's it's time to move on yep it's time that's right and uh waggle yeah and well yeah but you know what i actually liked the wii version despite the waggle there were there were technical differences if you played that game on gamecube you only had two equip slots which meant more weapon switching mm-hmm. like hookshot and so forth the wii version you had like four you had b left down and right yeah so there were there are pros and cons to both i just didn't like it yeah. i didn't even beat it Really? No. I finished that. Skyward Sword was harder to get through than Twilight Last Princess. game I beat in the Zelda franchise before Breath of the Wild was Wind Waker. Can't fault you there. It's a great game. And I was like, I'm done. You need to play Link Between Worlds. I don't have time. But you're you're like take when you when you're not reviewing a game, you're the Link to the Past guy. You owe it to yourself to I know. play the like the first proper sequel to the I game. know, I know, I know. Why can't they make it for Switch? I yeah. That's the thing. I love my 3ds, but when I'm at home, like when I'm out and about, I don't have time to play games. So when I'm at home, I'm gonna play on my PC or a console. Yeah, that's always kind of been my thing. I had a lapse in my handheld gaming library. I went from like Game Boy mm-hmm. to DS because all my friends had wanted to play Mario Kart, so I went and got a DS with Mario Kart. And I love the yeah. DS, 
but I didn't play it a lot unless I was with people. I had a Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, that thing was a sexy system. I loved that thing. Yep. Um, I played the hell out of it. And then I had a... Uh, my parents would not get me the original Game Boy. They said it was a fad. I know. How wrong were they? <laughs> it's crazy to think that in 1998, rather than release a new Game Boy... Pokemon came out and made this nine-year-old black and green handheld yep. relevant again. Yep. And how many other handhelds, more sophisticated handhelds, did Game Boy see come and go? Lynx, yep. Game Gear. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about. Yep. I think this, the, the Game Boy might be the longest, might have the longest life cycle of any Nintendo platform to date. We, we was they retired that in 2012. That was six years. NES was also six Wait. years. Wii's retired? Like no no one's made a game for Wii? I don't think so. You have to think some horrible developer in Brazil or something made a game. I'm talking about how like actual high quality titles. But remember, so Game Boy came out in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. By nineteen ninety eight there was no successor. Game Boy Advance didn't come till two thousand one. That's right. Game Boy Color was just Game Boy and Color. Then Pokemon came out and suddenly Game Boys are flying off shelves again. Nine years later. That's right. That's that's uh, I think that's the bar. You're right, that is unprecedented. Yeah. NES had a long cycle. It it did. I think man, like so the SNES came out and Because it 91. overlapped the SNES. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Mario. They were still making. No, I'm thinking of SNES games. Mega Man Six. I think was 1992 or three, which was about two years after the SNES came out. Yeah. So there was seven years there. Yeah, you're right. They te- they had that soft launch in New York in the fall of 2000 or in 1985, mm-hmm. and then the full launch in '86. But you could say came out in '85 because that was the first yeah. launch. Yeah. Sure. So '85 to like. At 93, so that's eight years. So the Game Boy still has one year on it. Yep. That's interesting. I'd like to look that up. Yeah. And we also need to just mention Gyromite real quick because it was a game. Yeah, dude. I got a used copy of that game from like a friend. Well, not used, but like a friend let me borrow it. I didn't know. I didn't understand that game. He didn't give me Rob. <laughs> yeah, Gyromite without I, Rob. I, I didn't realize you need it because I didn't have the box, the manual. He was you just like, here's this Gyromite You game. don't necessarily need it. You just need someone who knows what buttons to push on the second controller. I didn't have that. Because <laughs> there was a point where Rob still worked, yeah. but the thing that spun the tops oh, stopped right. working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't working. So we literally had someone push the A or B button because that's all Rob did. Was moving. Yeah, true. it was the most ridiculous thing. He did it in like the most slow. That was absolutely absurd. But yeah. I think that we need another gyromite. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's kind of gotten out of the crazy peripheral business. Like no zappers. They just have controllers now. the The reason that they did Rob to begin with was that they wanted to get into toy stores. Yep, yep. They wanted to make this this video game console look like a toy yeah and yeah. they got into toy stores and that's why they had the zapper too right i think that they yeah i think so for the same reason. <laughs> but uh family computer nintendo entertainment system but yeah this is really their year yep we're all just kind of living in it i really do think that this 2017 will go down as nintendo's best year ever which is amazing because yeah you know they're they've been around since 1889 yeah and you know what detective peach pikachu comes out next year that's right so 2018 2018's looking 2018 is taking shape. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's taking shape for Shaq News too. We're, yep. we're 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 wheels are moving on the redesign. Yes. Things are happening. Conversations. We had conversations this week. Conversations. 
Mercury things. Yep. Exciting stuff. Yeah. I am. Let's just talk about because we've talked about this for so long. Yeah. Update on the Quake Select. <laughs> yep. 65,000 words and counting. Good God. Yeah. And you just got another interview set up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, I finished the chat. Oh. Oh, you want to talk about the game that's just... the centerpiece of the chapter I just wrote. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> sure. Because it'll be a good interview. So that's fine. It's just funny because yeah. it's like uh, so many people are hearing about this and they're like, I want to be in it. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah, at the same time, we're none for you, Shag News. We're getting doors are opening on the other side, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? We are opening them. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You don't wait. That's like opportunities. You don't wait for an opportunity. You create them. Yeah. That is what Shag News. Shag News has always kind of been like that. Shag News has always been kind of a by the bootstraps site. That's where we thrive. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So we're, we're working on that. We have some cool things for our Mercury subs. Um, I'm supposed to sell those hoodies soon. I, it's really not that hard to do. I'm just lazy. <laughs> you also have been, dude. I, I, if I were in your shoes, I'd still be sleeping from all the traveling you did. Yeah, over the past like two or three months. Yeah, I got my hair cut yesterday. I and, noticed that. And I was talking. I was talking to the lady who cuts my hair. Her name's Tana. Mm-hmm. Very nice lady. She bought a switch for her kids for Christmas. Dude, and that's got what it. I like to hear. She got it early, and she's like, "Yep, it's in our, it's in our, it's in our closet, waiting for Christmas." I'm like, "You're such a good mom." Yeah. Is she gonna get Mario? I told her to. Yeah, I get she's Mario. like good looking out. But yeah, I was, I, I had told her everywhere I had been since I last saw her. This is my last haircut, and she's yeah. like, "That's crazy." Yeah, that's. That <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I've been in like, I think it was Dallas. No, it was Seattle." japan mm-hmm. san jose and here yeah I've been in like three different places in not a whole lot of time like three weeks nope uh but yeah it was yeah, i couldn't make it to twitchcon this year one of these years i'm gonna make it to twitchcon because it looks fun yeah maybe if they have it in cleveland it'd be easier to go yeah they should do it come to northeast ohio it's cheap twitch could buy northeast ohio or Amazon could. Yeah. Just leave Krause's because I need to pick some up. That's right. Just so, yeah. leave Krause's, Swenson's, Eurogyro, El Rincon. Those are our big four so far, I think. Yep. Those are the, that's the Northeast Ohio. Uh, the Northeast the Ohio four, diet. Four horsemen of the Northeast <laughs> Ohio. The four, the four food groups. Yeah, the four food groups. <laughs> Pizza, <laughs> burgers, Mexican, Mexican. And, and Greek food. Yeah. That is seriously those, those like pizza gyros are killer in several different ways. Yeah, that's got to be horrible. Yeah, they, I haven't. They taste I'll be good, honest. Though. I I haven't gone back there since I I went there, and I I've been there like twice. It's it's heavy food. It's heavy. Yeah, it makes Swenson seem light. Like if you, you if you're having trouble sleeping, you could take melatonin, or you could go to Eurogyro. That's right. Um. So yeah. We mentioned our our sponsor for the week. It's Cross's Pizza. Yeah, they didn't pay us, but they have the best pizza in in Jackson Township and Perry Township. So it is said, and so it is written. Yeah, it's damn good pizza. Yes, it is, and it's affordable. Yeah, it's not. You're not gonna lose. You're not gonna lose like a whole lot of money going there. That's the beauty of Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. You can eat for very cheap. Yep, and you can drink for surprisingly cheap if you're yeah. into that sort of thing. Yeah, which most people are. Sure. Um. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, we'll we'll skip uh, the sports talk this week because the Browns are still terrible, mm-hmm. and the Cavs actually look pretty horrible too, and they're injured. Oh boy, yeah, they're old, very old team plays terrible defense. Wow, we have LeBron James though, so yeah, we're still one of the best teams in the league because we just have that guy. But it's tough. Yeah, you know, like uh, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna have to trade some people or do something. Or I don't know. Uh, their defense is really poor. They lost to the Brooklyn Nets. And the Orlando Magic, like bums, they're losing to scrub teams. Well, you know they brought over. Like, you got D Wade now. You're trying to figure. But he's out. injured. Yeah, he's old, and he's coming off the bench now. He's not even starting. He has to be. He has to come off the bench because J.R. Smith was doing better. It's it's a mess. It's really a mess, and I I don't know. I that's okay. There's still plenty of time for them to figure it out. Yeah, it's early. Yeah. But uh, it just they just seem weird. It's not it's not a good so far. I'm not impressed with what I'm seeing. Okay, uh, four games or five games into the season, but there's time, plenty of time. I think Braun just needs to eat at Swenson's more and yeah. Take, what's his What's his pizza place? Blaze Blaze Pizza. Yeah, don't get Blaze Pizza. Okay, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's not good. There's what I know right where it is on Dressler, but I guess I won't eat there. I go to that Starbucks. Next to the Blaze Pizza, mm-hmm. very nice people working there. Okay, it's a large drive-through. If I'm over on that side of town, that's my drive-through. Okay, clearly there's the one right here that I go to. Right, like I could spit on it from my house. Yeah, and if there was a sidewalk going back to the- <laughs> you could walk. I there. could walk there. Uh, but yeah, so that's the Northeast Ohio minute. Yeah, on the podcast, I guess we should talk about the places to go to read our content. Yeah, let's talk about that. So go to shacknews.com. For all your all your gaming news, including mobile news now, because you yes. don't need to go to modojo.com anymore. Modojo Just, at Shack News. Yeah. Modojo at Shack is our we're gonna be branding it. You'll see it on the front page. You're gonna see it in the chatty. Uh we're we're focusing on mobile content now. More. It's not our only focus. We're just Shackers like mobile games. So yes. why not cover mobile games for Shackers? Absolutely. Uh so yeah. Uh gamerhub.tv for your, like your gamer culture stuff. If you want to watch an interview with a pro wrestler, that's the place to go. Um yeah, then there's our YouTube channels, Shack News Games and Gamer Hub Videos on YouTube. Uh subscribe, like the videos. That's always that's always helpful. Um there's shacknews.com/chatty, which is our forum, yes. our community. Yes. Go there because NeoGAF is a dumpster fire. Yeah. And Reset Arrow is kind of entitled with their whole secret code thing. They were always, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Do you have an account at either of those places? No. Yeah. I I got banned from NeoGAF a long time ago. And it's just, they're so up their own butts. Yep. You know, and I'm just like, whatever. I, I don't even remember what it was for. I don't even remember my username. But yeah, it was always a very. I think John John Benjamin, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from the from the Greenlit content, also editor at Large Shack. Um, he was talking about he's like they've always been like the cool kids in high school, and they like they were very cliquish. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You can't eat at our table. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. I'm fine. I, I get, but we have a table. We do have a table. It's called the chatty. It's in the back corner. Everybody, it's dark there. Yeah, people throwing spitballs. Spit but spitballs. it's wide open. Yeah, it's Come fun. On. 
come on down. Yeah. Come on down to Shack News. That's right. Also, if you go to shackass.com, it forwards you to the chatty. Okay. Okay. In case you want to just type in S-H-A-C-K-A-S-S.com on your browser. It'll take you straight to the chatty. All right. Directly. Direct. Direct. So, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, $5 a month, you can sign up for Shack News Mercury. You're going to want to do that pretty soon. Yeah. If you haven't already. Yeah. It's going to be a good thing. Uh, yeah, we have some new features that we're going to roll out relatively soon. Uh, $5 a month. It's an ad free Shack news experience, but maybe there's some premium content that you're going to be able to see. I don't know. Yeah. If you're looking for a long read, maybe I've got you covered for the next <laughs> month. Maybe, maybe. Um, he certainly has me covered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the thing, the promotional stuff. Um, I'll do my soapbox thing. Okay. So remember last week I said I was going to call out Bad Kitty. Okay, yeah. And I did. All right. She shared our podcast. And she, she didn't clearly yeah. didn't listen. Bad Kitty. So I'm Bad not calling I'm not calling her out again. I think we just did. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Next week I'm not going to call her out again. Okay, all right. Okay. But I just wanted to a week has passed. Yeah. And she hasn't mentioned anything. So she does not get a signed picture of Lola. This is too bad. It's her loss. Yeah. But I still love her for sharing our podcast, even though she doesn't listen to it. Yeah. You know, God bless she her. She supports Shack News in her way. She does it for Shack News in her way. But if you are on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes. And you're sharing something. You're on a social media platform, maybe mm -hmm. on the Reddit. You know, mm -hmm. people like to use the Reddit. Yeah. Uh, listen to the podcast before you share it, or maybe listen to part of it. Like, uh, read the article mm -hmm. before you share it. Don't just react to headlines. Yeah. You know, on Facebook, people like to react to things. They just they're like, "Oh man, I, I'm I'm outraged." I'm like, did you read the article? No, I'm outraged though. Yeah, it's like no. be an informed reader, be an informed sharer of information. Be it an article, a podcast, a video, know what you're talking about before sharing that. Yeah, it will help you become a more informed reader or viewer, and it'll help you become a better sharer of information. Yeah, and it prevents crap like fake news from spreading. Right. So that's just that's my soapbox. You know, this was a less soapboxy episode than last week. Sure. I was pretty pissed off last week. You sure were. Uh, I was hot under yeah. the collar. Came in hot with a yeah. hot take. But it needed to be said. Mm -hmm. uh, to prove that Nintendo did not read my email, they sent us a review code of Mario. Because that's how they act. We still love you, Nintendo. <laughs> they but... sent it, I mean, at midnight when the game came out. Yeah. I was I was like I I had already preloaded it because I bought it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect anything, but yeah, they their uh, I'm sure their email boxes were very flooded with angry emails from Nintendo fans. But to not give Kevin Cassidy a Go Nintendo a review copy, yeah, that's criminal. That is, his website says Go Nintendo. Yeah, he is literally cheering you in his URL. Yeah, and you can't give him any love. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm not upset for me this week. I'm upset for Kevin Cassidy. And we, we talked a lot in the last week. He's he's a good friend. Cool. And I, I've i always kind of like, I just admired their site. Like I said, I started as a Nintendo fan site writer. Yeah. yeah. I have deep attachments to Nintendo. Like, like I just said, the only perfect game in my mind is 
Mario World. Uh, yep. Mario World. I don't know, like maybe a Quake Three. No, no oh. campaign. I, not even about the story, but the structure of Quake 1 and 2's campaigns mm-hmm. gave you something to do offline besides just pretend you have friends and deathmatch AI. Yeah. God, it's, that's tough. There isn't a perfect Quake. Nope. None of them are perfect. No. But for a multiplayer game, Quake 3 is great. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Halo 2 is good. The plant at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Can't let that slide. No. Ninja Gaiden on Xbox. Uh, I loved that game. That game was really good. You fought a tank with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Welcome to Hard Game Club. Yep. So. What about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? No. No? I don't know. Any GTA? Vice City? I liked San Andreas more than Vice City. There's more to do in that game. More customization. Yeah. More options. And it's not just a, a matter of excess. I loved everything in San Andreas. It was so much fun. I don't know. Because the character customization rewarded you. If you ran more, you built up your stamina. If you yeah. used if you rode bicycles more, you could like outrace trains. If fe- if you lifted weights, you got bulked up. Like you felt there was progression in every part of that game. I felt like they just that was a breakthrough. Yeah. But it was better realized in five. I so I haven't played five yet, but from I I talked about it on Chatty. I said Chatty like helped me out. I really haven't been feeling GTA since San Andreas because San Andreas was like this. It towed this line mm-hmm. between Grand Wait, Theft so you Auto. You played four. I played okay. I played four. Okay. I played like ten hours of four, and I didn't like it because oh, it was too realistic. Yeah, I went from being able to like have gang wars, race cars, uh become a fat ass at cluck and bell yeah all this stuff to like oh now your mini game is darts and watching tv in your apartment i'm sorry it, no i think it was because nico bellic was such a eastern european immigrant with from meager you know yeah. uh, you know from meager background like but, it was like it was because of that I, you either like nico bellic or you don't it's like that is a very divisive character but I don't know. I thought they did New York extremely well in that game. But see, that's the thing. They were shooting for more of a simulation. Even like the driving, I would say, was less fun in that game because yeah. there was more to it. Yeah, it was more simmy. Yeah. No, I think you're you're and right. That, that's not my jam. No, I understand that. So you you like the more arcadey, goofy stuff. I do, but I don't want it. Like I'm not. Dude, you're gonna about, like five. I, I think I'll like five. But let me say this: What's the other? I'm blanking on the name. Saints What's, Row. Saints Row. Saints Row 3, like, I don't need, like, dildo bat levels of goofy. No. But San Andreas straddled the line. I had gang wars, tattoos, but I could also, like, sneak into a military base, steal a jetpack. Like, it was this almost perfect balance of goofy and also just fun. Like, I could shoot hoops, I could raid a military base and steal a jetpack. Yeah. That's San Andreas. To me, 5 is just a better realization of all of that, including the setting. Even like customization, like can I get fat? Can I get bulky? Can I get tatted? Yeah. You serious? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know this game is like four years old now. I don't know if you can necessarily get. I don't know about the gaining of weight, but you remember that in San Andreas? Yeah, I feel like that that might be missing, but that could actually affect gameplay. Like again, if you built your stamina, you could run more, which help you outrun cops. Uh, But if you got really fat. 
you couldn't sprint for as long. Like little stuff like that was pretty cool in mm-hmm. San Andreas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's something about that we game. We should talk. That'd be a fun conversation. That, like what, what what how would what would Shaq News give a 10? That'd be a fun conversation. Yeah. Cuz it, it's a it's a tough one, man. Yeah. Like I I think maybe that's something during our game of the year deliberations we kind of touch on. I have not played them to any degree, but from what I've heard, popular consensus, Mass Effect 2 would be in that conversation. Yeah. It had multiplayer and single player. That was like ever. I I don't know anyone who was unhappy with that game that played it. I just was busy playing Gears during the whole Mass Effect thing. Yeah, Mass Effect's not for me because there's too much story in that game. Yeah, I was like, give me Gears. Yeah, and Gears had a great Horde mode. Gears when, Two Horde was amazing. Yeah, I think at the time Mass Effect Two came out, I was still playing Demon Souls on PS3. I don't know what a te- that's that's a tough Super one. Mario World is like the gold standard. Super Mario World and Tetris. I think we've chosen two. Right? Yeah, that's about. I mean, yeah. Mario Sunshine. <laughs> it's man, I, I love that game. But that's not a ten. It's not a ten. No, it's a See, great game. But this is a, a harsh rubric, and I will stick to it. Yeah, I will, I, like I, if I'm turning it's the down elbows Doom, too pointy thing. Yeah, it's it it. No, it is. That's true. That's a total chatty joke. <laughs> All right. Yep, we've talked about our sponsors. I think we talked about everything. The puppy is no longer hyper. No, she is out she's sleepy uh lola you got anything you want to say you want to chew on my microphone again yep bring it full circle she's no, like, no she's, she's good. good she's gonna lick her paw yeah uh so yeah that's that's a that's a meaty show mm-hmm. hey it's it's a it's big release day and it's a new mario game a yeah. lot to discuss and yeah i mean we, we'll touch more on wolfenstein and yeah other things in up- upcoming episodes but we wanted to focus on mario and kind of how we feel about it relative to to Zelda because mm-hmm. it was just something that both of us thought of last so th- this night. This is the first year that a new Mario and Zelda game have come out in the same calendar year. This 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 conversation has been decades in the making. So yeah, um, if you own a Switch, get Mario and Zelda. And well, you already have Zelda. That's true. You It'd probably be- already have Mario Kart Eight DX. And if yeah, I, if you don't have Mario Kart Eight, what right are now, you doing? Well, just get Mario instead, and then worry about DX later. Yeah. There's no re- like, the whole like everyone's playing cart now. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, that yeah, thing's yeah. kind of faded away. Okay, it was okay. big for a moment. Fair, and now it's kind of like you know Fair. you know how online I multiplayer do. games are. I do. They come and go, and then you end up with lawbreakers. Ouch! I know. Yeah, which isn't on Switch, but it could be. Probably the, will be. The Dark Souls of competitive shooters. Oh, the Dark Souls of this and that and the other. Yeah, that yeah. was a, that's a terrible quote, Cliffy B. But anyway, go out there and do it for Shack News. Here we go off the rails. Don't you know it's time to raise our sails? It's freedom like you never
Jump with me, grab coins with me, okay?